Hello, fellow homebrewers. JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brew Built X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brew Built Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full two inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brew Built line of options and add ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brew Built X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brew Built Conicals. You can trust Brew Built with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brew Built at morebeer.com. Drinkers, get ready for an all-new experience in information exchange and beer culture. Your only source, only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers from around the globe right to your home. You're not just listening to broadcasters, it's the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Welcome to the Sunday session on the Brewing Network, your only source for live beer radio. That's right. You go looking for other live beer radio, and you let me know what you come across. It's just us, kids, and welcome to the show. Good show planned for you today, uh, despite the fact that uh, three out of the five people in the studio are hungover. You are? <laughs> no. Four people in the studio. I can't even count. I drank a bunch of tequila last night. And I don't. You I don't, deserve to be hungover. I don't ever drink uh, liquor. It's just beer, you know. Ouch. But uh, eh, what are you gonna do? Feeling all right. I'm ready to go. We got uh, John John Mayer from uh, John Meyer. I think it's John Meyer. John Mayer's the weirdo with the acoustic guitar. <laughs> I should play all John Mayer music during the interview. Yes, you should with John from Rogue. <laughs> You should when you when you bring him up. Hey, John, great! You know, thanks. You're, you're here. Uh, so, tell us about your new album. <laughs> That'll go over well. Yeah, John Meyer from Rogue on the show with us today. Yeah. This is a special event, folks. Uh, you're not going to find him speaking publicly too often. No. Um, but he likes us, and so that's cool. So he's coming on. We're going to talk about his home brewing career because, uh, like a, a lot of the best brewers out there, that's how he started. Yes, sir. And he really still has a lot of respect for it. He's not one of these guys who has uh, kind of switched over and decided that home brewing is is no good. He's really kept kind of the same philosophy uh, in his professional brewing. In fact, I don't know a lot of breweries that brew as many uh, different types of beer as Rogue does. Yeah, he he they they do a lot. I don't even know that. You know, I'm gonna try to find out exactly how many because it's. I would say it's over. I don't know, fifteen styles. Yeah. I think it's a lot. We'll find out. Yeah. So we got uh, we got John coming on with us uh, probably about 5.45. We're going to give him a ring, and uh, he's going to be on the show. Get your questions for him ready. Uh, we're going to be talking about his history. We're going to be talking about Rogue, all the big beers that he does. And then we're going to be talking about uh, recipe formulation with him. Uh, specifically because he does these, you know, really big beers, either, either really hoppy or, or, uh. Real big and malty and. Right. But they're yeah. balanced. 
Yeah. And so we're going to talk about and find out how, how you make that happen and how we can do it too because, you know, a lot of us want to make those big beers and then we just end up with this alcohol bomb with no balance <laughs> or, uh, or, or it finishes really high and it's really sweet. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, like I did, I tried to make a, um, a 60 shilling a couple weeks ago with Chad and I decided I want to try to, you know, bump the mouthfeel up. So I put a bunch of 120 in there, crystal 120. Yeah. And it's a crystal 120 bomb. There's no balance. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what that's what John's good at. You're adjusting my dials, and I can tell. I am. I'm touching your knobs. <laughs> are you playing Tune in Tokyo with me? I just want to make sure everything <laughs> sounds good, you know? Uh, yeah. It's my why job start, over here. Why start now? <laughs> that's a good point. So lots of stuff planned today. A uh, lot to cover here in the beginning because uh, different things have been happening, and I want to make sure that we get to all of it. I got an update uh, from Daniela, who's been uh, been at Oktoberfest for the last two days since it started. Uh-huh. Who? Uh <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> I'll I'll show you a picture later. You might okay. remember. Uh, right. So uh, I got a little update from her, and I'll talk to you guys about that. Uh, John Palmer's going to be on the air with us in a few minutes. Going to talk about his new uh, BYO article. You read that yet, Doc? You got your BYO yet? Uh, I just came in the mail yesterday, so I okay. haven't even cracked it open. You got to check it out because uh, it's all Brewing Network centric. It's kind of cool. It's a big inside joke. He wrote this article uh, to be kind of like a CSI type of thing, <laughs> and he ends up at Mr. Crossley's house investigating an infected beer. Okay. <laughs> it's really cool and was extremely flattering, even though I'm the douchebag of the article. But I guess uh, how else would it be written? <laughs> so uh, John's going to come on and talk to us about that because people have been raving about it in the uh, forums. Everyone loves it, thinks that it was real cool. So I'm talk to him in a few minutes. Um, all right. You're going to spoil it for me then. I haven't even read it yet. Yeah, so it is going to be a little spoiled for you. We can't do this section then. Have you read it, JP? Yeah. You did read it. Well, actually, I glanced through. I was looking for my name. (laughs) You just browsed through. I'm like, oh, hey, I must have. You're one of these guys that uh, you Google yourself, don't you, to see where you I did it once because I saw on the net like how to, how to, how to, protect yourself from that whole kind of stuff and it uh, says you should google yourself every once in a while just to see what you know so you do it twice a day twice a day <laughs> I, have a, I have an rss feed you ever googled yourself doc yeah what'd you find uh i usually find uh, s- some uh contests that i've won okay uh, there's some professional stuff and then one time i showed my son how to google yeah uh, and uh he we Google I'll Google my name. We Google his name and had nothing. So we Google my name and uh, uh, a Burning Man thing came up. Oh <laughs> man! That, yeah, I'm part of this crew and blah blah blah. I, I decided to call that guy. Let's change that. <laughs> yeah. See, and and that's that's what it said you can do. But you Google yourself. If there's something you don't want people to see about you or know about you, you can block it. Yeah, you do that. Well, you you know if you know the person who put the article. Up. Yeah. Anyway. I just was Googling, just Doc. I just, I was kind of hoping you'd show up just as Doc. Just as Doc. I think that'd be cool. I bet a few pages deep you do, probably just on Brewing Network, because I always type, you know, Doc into the descriptions. I Google a lot of stuff, you know, for work, like doing product research or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I, Google has this new thing, the safe search. You can turn it off or on, so it'll like filter a bunch of porn and all that. And I turn it off, because that's always a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just, you know, searching for, you know, filters, uh, with the safe search off and, uh, yeah. 
It's it's fun. Sounds like fun. Yeah. All right, Tay, the uh, Jamil Zanishev, John Palmer book, Brewing Classic Styles. I've been telling you guys this for weeks, and I'm going to give you this reminder. It is in our store now for pre-sale, and it's a signed copy. Jamil Zanishev's going to sign it himself. And this is a limited thing. I mean, once once Ugh. these are published, we will not be selling signed copies. So we have a limited quantity on hand. Those of you who've been waiting and just thinking, oh, I'll, I'll get it later, I'm telling you, get it now. Go to the store, thebrewingnetwork.com slash store. You'll find it right there, and it's a signed copy of a great book. You guys are, you know, this book is going to be very popular. I'm quite sure you're going to get it hot off the presses, inked by Jamil himself. So do it now, because uh, if you wait, you may not get yourself a signed copy. And, yep. uh, you know, Jamil's blowing up all over the place. You're going to kick yourself in the ass. You had the chance to have a signed copy by the Pope. He's going to be famous and untouchable soon. Yeah. When they, I, he, you're going to see him in the tabloids canoodling with Paris Hilton. I'm going to be mad at him. Mm. And that yeah, will it, piss you off. And don't think you can just go to, like, you know, nationals or something and bring your book and tra- hope to track Jamil down and have him sign it there or whatever. Because that guy's judging no. all the time. He has, he has no time. So. That and I have him under contract to say no. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Exclusivity. Yeah, he doesn't know about it yet. I, I kind of drew up the contract myself. and uh, I haven't, Signed I, it yourself? Yeah, signed it myself. That's how, that's how we roll around here. Dear Justin. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. I you, figure he won't You're the care. best brewcaster ever. Yeah. Signed J- Jamil. <laughs> yeah. So please go there. Get them now. Uh, I don't want to hear it after the fact. Why can't I get a signed copy? I'll tell you why you can't, because you waited like a douche. Yeah. So go get it now. All right. Don't be called a douchebag. Yeah, don't do that. I just talked Jamil into uh, broadcasting a live Jamil show from the GABF. So Whoa. he's going to be doing that. Um, I think it might happen during the Friday night session, and he's going to do it from our booth there. So uh, you guys can see him in action. Of course, we're going to be doing our shows there, too, so you'll see all that. I'll Sans you, John Plissé, of course. Right? Sans John. Yeah. I don't think he's going. Um, but what we're going to do is get a special guest who maybe brews whatever style that is oh. and have them, you know, one of the, I mean, Look at, uh, we've got tons and tons of professional brewers from all over the country. They're all yeah. there, yeah. so we kind of have our pick of the litter. It's pretty much headquarters for all the world's brewers. Yeah, and of course they want to do the show. I mean, of course, because it's the Jamil show. It's the Jamil show. Say the sun. We need to come up with a name like Benefer or something like that for <laughs> Jamil and John. I don't know how. I cannot that. It's tough that there's but, two J's. Yeah, but yeah, how sweet. So get yourselves to the JBF. Uh, Doc, did you run by the overnighter by your wife? See if uh, you nope, no. nope. You haven't run it by her yet. Uh, I haven't found a, you know, a, a good <laughs> good time to be doing that yet. She hasn't been in a good mood. Why don't you, does she drink at all? Like, could you get her some <laughs> wine first? Maybe bring home a nice bottle of wine. You know, Chat's got a whole rack full of nice wines over there. Yeah. I, I have a Pick feeling she'll out. sniff that one out a mile away. Honey, yeah. I brought this really nice bottle. What do you want? <laughs> What do you want, I think, Scott? I think you're right. Come oh, on. I, I don't really want it. Come on, take a drink. Come on. Come yeah, come on. Just drink this. <laughs> Just drink this. Come on. Why Ru- is it foamy? Why is there little white particles in it? Don't worry about it. Roofy. Why does it taste bitter? <laughs> Maybe don't even ask her. So just don't spring anything on her. Just get her drunk and like pass out and then order the flight with her credit card. And then just tell her, you ordered it. Look, your name's on the thing. I didn't. You said I could go last night. You went and bought me the ticket. You know, I got lots of ideas like these, Doc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Hope and Doc comes in. I just need you to come in there Friday. You can bail on Saturday. Well, I have uh, to bail on Saturday. I got to be back. You do? Yeah. So you can't, I mean, because the other option is that you come in Saturday and you bail Sunday. No, it's, uh, no, it's, can't do it. Okay. Family thing with the kids. Okay. Then do Friday. Come in Friday. We can make it happen, man. 
You want me to call her right now? Let's call her up. Oh, let's call her. <laughs> let's get her on the air. Look at that look in his eyes. Look at that. <laughs> so, some of me says no. Yeah. No, I know. Part of me says yeah. <laughs> but it wouldn't help at all. No, not no, because um yeah. She doesn't like me. Hey, Mrs. <laughs> no, hey, Mrs. She, she wouldn't like she wouldn't like being put on the spot, and yeah. she she would you know pull it off easy. She would just say yeah, you know, whatever, not give an answer, and then I get blasted when I get when home. you get home, oh, yeah, man, that'd be no good. Hey, Mrs. Doc, it's me, Justin, the douche you hate. Yeah, I want to ask you. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, hey, you can send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can also send show ideas to uh, producer Shat. That's uh, Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com, C-H-A-D at thebrewingnetwork.com. He'll respond to you. He's a good guy like that. And uh, he then uh, converses with me about show topics, and uh, I reject them. So <laughs> please send them all to uh, Chad, the producer, Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can get JP, JP at thebrewingnetwork.com, Doc at thebrewingnetwork.com, me, Justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. You know, just pick a name. It's there. Um, and that's how you get in contact uh, with us. Oh, did so. you hear uh, what Steph said about... Uh, she saw my son and she goes, Oh, hey, uh, how's your dad? And he looks at her really funny and goes, Yeah, I know your dad. Goes, you know my dad? You know, oh, wait, yeah, let's back this up but just real quick. So Stephanie, uh, Sully Stephanie now works, works at, at my, the, my son's school. She's at the elementary school, yeah. She's a teacher, so she, she you know, knows who my kids are. So, so she says hi to the kid. Yeah, and, she, and he just kind of looks at her and, yeah. You know my dad? Like, oh, a teacher knows my dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know him. Oh, and I know Justin and my kids. Oh, Justin's cool. No. Oh, yeah. Nice. That a boy. I thought they hated me, too. I thought yeah. maybe oh, Karen no. had him brainwashed. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> cool. So that was good. But I heard, she told me that he kind of, in, 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 in a, in a little bit of a snooty way, said, Oh, you're with that radio show then, aren't you? Nah. <laughs> no? Nah, he wouldn't do that. That's good. Because I felt bad for that. So maybe she was embellishing the story a little bit. But then she tells me, so there's this like open house. You remember back in elementary school, all the parents showed, not mine, You're but other school, people's yeah. parents showed up. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a big thing. It's a parent teacher night kind of thing. So you get kid, to meet the teacher. There. Well, yeah, you get to meet the teacher and all the kids yeah. aren't there and uh, all the parents are in the room and the teacher's kind of going over what, how she teaches and right. what she's going to be doing. Uh, over if the your, year and if your kids ask me for hugs, I say no. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, yeah. Do that uh, at home. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm not a creep and don't touch your kids yeah. in the bathing suit area to kind of talk. Yeah. So Stephanie's doing, uh, her lecture to the parents telling about everything and there's a guy in the back who apparently is a BN listener. He starts heckling her from the back. Yeah. He's yeah. like, hey, where's the beer? Because then she says, what do you say? Oh, I'm in the army. Yeah. He says, I'm in the army, man. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Stephanie, she's like, uh, that's great. I'm really trying to conduct an open house here and give these parents information. And he's just back there heckling her from the Brewing Network. We are everywhere, kids. You cannot everywhere. get away from the army. I thought that was so great that she's there. Just this random parent is like, hey, you're Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be creepy. Um, but, you know, I live in a small town. It's, it's like Mayberry. Everybody knows everybody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Let me see. I got to get John Palmer on the line here before we do the John Palmer, uh, John Palmer. Daniela Oktoberfest John Palmer. update. Because uh, he's going to. Does he have new Skype headphones? I don't know. Hey, John, you there, buddy? <clears throat> yeah, I'm here. There we go. John's at like. Uh, Apparently, he has a new robot that sounds like him too. <laughs> he's at a medical implant convention right now. Nice. Not breasts. Oh. Yeah. Like penal. Um, knee, knee and hip. Knee and uh, hip. 
he says to me, I ask him, I go, I'm on the phone with him before the show, hey, so is, is it breast implants? You know, he says, no, it's knee and hip, and most of the women here have them. <laughs> <laughs> the implants. That's terrible. I feel bad for you, John. Oh, well, you know, there's there's a happy hour coming up in a little while, so. How happy could it be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, drink well, we yourself happy. Talk about metallurgy, so it's, it's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> John's the only guy that I know that that is satisfied at being a knee and hip surgery uh, convention because he can talk because he can talk about metals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, so we're talking about this BYO article that you wrote. What's the premise of this thing that's out there? Everyone's talking about it. I think a lot of people have read it already. Yeah, um, <laughs> I had a lot of fun writing it. Um, the <laughs> Premise was that uh, you know there's a a crime scene where an infected beer has been been found and uh, the principals in the story uh, investigate the beer and do a little troubleshooting and yeah. uh, exposition on you know on infections and what the, what they can be. So, uh, but of course, as I'm thinking in my in my mind, you know how this could work. It's like where would we find an infection? Ah, rat pad. Okay. <laughs> um, you jerk. <laughs> who else would be there? Yeah. You know, there's so many, so many uh, names I would have liked to have worked in. And uh, my apologies, JP, that I didn't get you named explicitly in there. But, oh, come on. Don't worry about it. Same with Doc. I, uh, there's uh, some, only so many plot lines I had room for. I was up to 3,000 words. And yeah. It's like, okay, i got to rein this in. Now, I was. Uh, what did Chris Colby say about the whole thing? The editor over there, was he, did he think it was cool? Because he's done the show, so he knows. Yeah, he, he was the one. I mean, he didn't... Ex- uh, suggest you know um doing it on y'all but okay he said you know be it it'll be bsi yeah. have fun with it and uh so nice i it, it took me it took me a couple of weeks because you know you, you get an idea and you start running with it and then you know a couple of days later oh. you look at it again it's like oh now i gotta cut this back you know yeah uh, not it's not working right. and uh but I, I passed you an early draft to make sure you were cool with it. Oh, and, of course. Uh, I checked it out. It was, you know, I have two thoughts about it. It's because I thought it was real funny. First of all, it's hilarious. So if you haven't gotten uh, BYO yet, get the latest issue. And by the way, you can order your subscription through the Brewing Network and it helps us out. Um, but so it's in the latest one. You guys got to read it. It's real funny. But I think of it two ways. Like part of me goes, uh, you know, I'm real, I'm flattered. I think it's cool. And now it, it lends a little credibility. <laughs> like people out there reading it go, wow, you know, the Palmer is uh, is is all cooped up in the BN army. That's real cool, you know. The other part of me is like, "Fuck you, John. <laughs> Why do I got to be the infected brewer, dude? <laughs> uh, life imitates art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you're, you're you're Costello to my Abbott, you know. Right. <laughs> I always got to be the dope. I'm never gonna grow out of this dope phase. <laughs> <laughs> No, I thought it was real cool, man. It's just funny and the different characters you put in there. And and also it it really kind of explains the different things that could happen when a beer gets infected. So, it was clever, man. You did a good job. Oh, uh, thanks. It it was it was cool. I got to talk to Vinny a bit about it and uh, get some input from him and from uh Neva uh Parker on it. Yeah, from White Labs. As far as what? Yeah, from what the different infections would look like. Yeah, what kind of characteristics would we see? Uh, so, and that's, there's a little table that's kind of like the heart of the article as far as, you know, if you see a pellicle, when the pellicle kind of looks like this versus this, 
then it made me more bread if it, you know, if it's wider and thicker. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, give some actual useful information in there other than, you know, there's a dead squirrel on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, I'm telling you, the other thing is I, I, I'm hoping that the people who don't know about us are laughing just as much too because some of the jokes in this thing, as you're describing, the infections are so inside, Doc, like that even yeah. you have to think about. I some love of them. that. <laughs> but it's it's cool because that's the thing about our show and and all the listeners and and the community we have here is that it really is kind of an inside thing. I remember getting shit about that in the beginning. Uh, people didn't like that we had all these inside jokes, and I never did away with it because the cool thing is is it's not exclusive. No, you just got to do some research, and you'll yeah. be inside too. Exactly, everybody's invited. You just got to pay attention. So. Yeah, uh, and, but, and most even even new listeners, you know, quickly tune in on the fact that you know you you're challenged in in your brewing, <laughs> yeah. so they can always you know, identify with that and then work from there. Right. And by the that way, the I, centerpiece, isn't it? I do prefer <laughs> challenged over uh, some of the other words that come through here. <laughs> uh, well, cool, John. I appreciate it. I got to keep things moving. I got a bunch of stuff to do, but uh, I definitely wanted to talk to you about that because I thought it was real cool. <laughs> Um, so go out, get your get your latest copy of BYO right now. You will enjoy this article. It's he did a good job. So. Thank you. Good talking to you guys. Hey, there's a question in the chat room yeah. for Palmer. Can I ask it real quick? Sure. Hey, John. Uh, this listener, Chris, wants to know how you feel about osseo integration, one metallurgist to another. Osseo integration. No, yeah. you can't. Come on, talk about that amongst oh. yourselves. Is that like a, a duplex stainless steel? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought it'd be really funny to ask that. I don't know, JP. That wasn't funny. It's I a, think it was hilarious. It's a titanium thing. Yeah, it's a titanium oh, oh, the, thing. oh, that kind of osteo. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, you know, the, it's interesting. I was just down there, and they're talking about some of the new titanium alloys and niobium alloys that have the mod the modulus matched to the bone. Yeah, and uh, they can you know uh, sponge form them so that there's good uh, bone penetration of the implant. I like bone penetration. Yeah, tell us more about the bone penetration. Yeah. <laughs> it's really depressing to think about here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, are there any monkeys? <laughs> no. Oh, so oh far, Doc, that's not nice. That is not nice. Yeah, uh, it's a convention. There has to be monkeys. Yeah, I gotta well, actually, they're talking about rabbits. Oh, okay. Um, they, uh, a shape memory polymer uh, deployed into uh, pull a clot out of a uh, rabbit. Right. Great. Video. Yeah, it was video. All right, Palmer. Thanks, my friend. (laughs) Anytime. We'll we'll catch you later. All right. So uh, Van Halen tickets went on sale today. They did. I'm all stoked. It David Lee Roth. No, I didn't get him. I'm thinking about it though, because it's Roth on tour with him. Yeah, I know. I think they're doing. uh, He doesn't get into it, you know. Yeah, with Eddie. If they don't fight before they get to us. Speaking of bone and knee replacement surgery, Roth has to be 85. You know. I love David Lee Roth. Oh, he's great. He's such a dope. Come on. He was in radio for like half a second. Yeah, yeah, that didn't last long. I think I know they're coming to San Jose. I think they're coming to Oakland too. So uh, I don't know. Thinking about getting tickets. You guys down to go see David Lee Roth or what? Absolutely not. Come on. I don't want to. It's probably gonna be like seventy-five bucks. Yeah. The Pogues are coming to town. I want to. I'd rather spend seventy-five bucks on the Pogues than no, nah, because they Roth. they're still good. There's They'll nothing be funny around. about that. Oh, are you kidding? Are you, have you seen them live? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. That's a good. That's a good lyric. Wow. Well. 
No, oh, well, I don't know. I think JP's stupid. I just want to point that out so right now. So what? Okay, uh, what else I got to do here? Oh, uh, how about the uh, Daniela update? Uh, let's find out about her uh, Oktoberfest action. She's been there for two days now. Uh, the first two opening days. Um, there's a little little sounds of Oktoberfest for you as we do it. She said it's been awesome, Doc. Great. <laughs> uh, she kind of rubbed it in. She's been there for two days. On the first day, she drank six liters of beer. Ate one chicken, one pretzel, and went on a five-looped coaster, roller coaster. Oh, did she chunder? <laughs> she did not chunder, and she didn't use the bathroom from 1 to 8 p.m. Oh. Because once you're in the tent, you can't get out. That's it. You don't want to leave. Pee under the under the bench. Maybe that's why she has such big boobs, because they're all just bladder. I guess so. That's where you all know? the pee goes. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty proud of her. Six liters of beer. On the first day, that's a lot of beer. Yeah, yeah. That's my girl. So that was cool. Uh, and then that Which wasn't even was the end of it. In? I don't know. She didn't tell me that. Uh-huh. But when she, she left, they went to another tent, and uh, it was like a wine and schnapps tent. They wanted to have a nightcap, uh-huh. so they did a bunch of, sh- of shots of what they call uh, super schnapps. Super <laughs> schnapps. Yeah. Oh so, man, that's a- not a German fetish porn. I don't know what <laughs> it is. Super schnapps. <laughs> yeah, in the curtain call. Yeah. Yeah, so, for pitch a tent. That's it. She said it's awesome, and um, she's been having a good time. She's got to go to work now for a couple of days, but then she'll be there at like every day after it. So she's going to like the final. I thought five they just closed down two. like all business. I think a lot of them do, and a lot of the companies take a company trip there. Uh, I got, I know a couple of friends out there that have told me today hmm. that their 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 whole company goes together. So, it is. It's quite the tradition. Oh. JP's pissed because Paris Hilton got banned. Yeah, I know. I don't like that from. From Oktoberfest, because she uh, sort of disrespected it last year. She showed up in a dirndl that was promoting a canned wine, and they thought that that just disrespected their traditions, so she's been officially banned. Which, I, I don't know how you can wear one of those little clay Jewish tops, but, you know, whatever you do, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a dreidel. Oh! Dreidel. Oh, dreidel. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. She, I don't, but, you know, i got to give her some credit, because she didn't know what the hell it meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But you know uh, she looked hot either way. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not so sure. All right, and let's get to some uh, feedback. How about that? Yay, oh feedback. God. You've got mail. Kick ass. A lot of really good stuff this week. No one really bashed me at all. Oh, that's too bad. I think they were being nice for my birthday. Yeah. Had a good party on Wednesday. Yeah, that's... it was a lot of fun, man. Doc and I drank a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For a Wednesday? Yeah, for a Wednesday. It was cool. Lots of cool people um, and got some really nice things from listeners, too. A lot of well wishes in the forum. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. Everyone was real cool. Because now you're 30. I know. They they were feeling my pain. Gave me good 30 advice, so that was cool. And, um, yeah, everyone was really nice. I liked reading that. So thanks very much, all of you listeners out there participated in that. A couple of you um, sent some really nice things. You guys didn't have to do that. It was really very cool. I got... Gift certificate to Trader Joe's because nice. people, you know, want me to make sure I keep eating. You should. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. I uh, got some beer sent to us, things like that. So um, this is us stuff. I'll never see it. No, we got to taste one uh, on the show. In fact, uh, Fritz in Brooklyn, good dude. I got to meet him when I was back east. Okay, sent us uh, Brooklyn's new sour beer that they. It's all bottle conditioned. 
I think it's sour. I know it's 100% bottle conditioned. Um, I don't think it's just a Belgian style. I think it's sour. Well, check it out. We're going to okay. taste it on the show. Uh, so I got a bottle of that. Um, Weasel, he's another listener, gave us some beer. Um, so maybe we could try that on the show, too. Um, yeah, cool stuff. We so should, because, you know, it's the post-birthday show. Exactly. And you're feeling your age. I am feeling my age, man. I've been trying to exercise, and I pluck new white hairs every day. Yeah, you got to stop that. No. Have some self-respect in your old age, man. You know, if my whole beard was turning white, then that would be one thing. Well, but it's like ten pl- stupid hairs, yeah, and then well, it just that's looks how it starts, stupid. Man. Well, that's why you pluck them until there's you more. Pluck them. I do pluck them, and I'm going to I'm going to keep plucking them. It's a very unmanly thing to do. I know, and I know all about being a man. <laughs> you know nothing about being a man, JP, and everybody knows that. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to get that just for men crap. I think. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, I thought Coming about in. that, and then I just shaved. Then you shave. Yeah. Well, that's my other thought. Am I gonna have to go no facial hair? I look like I, I look like a cancer patient when I do that. You look like a creep when you don't shave, yeah. or when you do shave. When I shave, right? yeah. so. Well, just shave the parts that are uh, turning gray. So, <laughs> yeah, just a, like a line right in the middle. There, yeah. Well, you can, it, yeah, it's a fashion statement. <laughs> you might have that. And uh, that statement uh, is look out. Yeah. All right. Now, no one wants to hear this crap. Let me get to the feedback here. I'm sure Chad uh, does. This one was sent both to Jamil and I because he was thanking us for uh, both the shows that they found here. Uh, he says, hey, guys, I want to say thanks to both of you and everyone on the BN for the wealth of knowledge you've put out there. Started brewing extract in January of this year and started brewing all grain in April. Wow. Recently, Yeah, so he's moving along quick. Yeah. Recently entered a homebrew contest in my native Wisconsin and took first and fourth place. We're getting a lot of these success stories lately. I'm just happy that you know, they're not too afraid to put their beer in a contest. A lot of people are. Yeah. And, you know, they're pulling down some, some medals and some ribbons. That's awesome. Yeah. It's very cool. And they're getting great feedback, I'm sure. And that's the point of the competitions. Um, he entered two porters, Jamil's recipe, and a stronger one of his own. He says, guess which one got first. <laughs> and he says, Jamil, you sure know how to call him. So anyway, not writing so much to brag, but more to prove a point. Without the BN, there's no way I could have done a decent extract batch, let alone all grain. So big thanks to everyone there. Keep up the great work. Uh, cheers from Greg in Madison, Wisconsin. So thanks, Greg. And congrats on the medals. Nice words. Thank yeah. you. Um, you're getting flamed here about these uh, gray hair thing. About the about plucking them. Yeah, yeah. I don't. What else is new? If what, it wasn't that, they'd advice? be flaming me for something else. Uh, shave or mainly it's it's suck it up, be a man, and deal with it. Yeah. And they want to know uh, how's it going um, down in your bathing suit. <laughs> how's it junk? Not gray yet. Not I, gray yet. Right. I had this conversation with Jamil on my birthday. Um, <laughs> which is kind of weird, I know. But um, yeah, I, he I says he was there. For he said, you know. You think you, you're nervous about your gray hairs now. When the first one appears down there is when you really know that you're old, and it's very, very depressing. So I am not looking forward to that oh, day. Man. Uh, <laughs> as you get older, you got more area to shave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. What's this guy say here? I'm trying to figure out. Uh, oh, this one's cool. Dear Justin, um Oh, no, that's too nice. Uh, some nice stuff there. But basically he said uh, we're uh, we're his favorite podcasters. So that's cool, I guess. Although I don't like the word podcasters. Or um, brewcasters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's gotten abused too. He, but the cool thing about this guy says, I'm a police officer in a small town in Connecticut. There you go, Shat. I'm sorry. 
says, to pass the time on slow days, I listen to the Brewing Network and other podcasts through the Cruiser's Happy Radio on my iPod. Uh, he's got a gadget that plays it through the, the radio there. And he says, the other day I worked a rather long shift, uh, worked from 9 a.m. until th- the next 3 a.m., Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Um, 18 hours. It says, between calls, I was able to listen to at least four hours of the Sunday session, the Jamil show, and lunch meet. Wow. <laughs> what show is that? I'm not familiar. Yeah. Got home around 3.30 a.m. and to wind down a little, had a bottle of Belgian homebrew and thumbed through Ray Daniels designing great beers. I finally got to bed around 4 a.m. About 6.30, the alarm clock went off um, because the wife wanted to get up for church. It says, normally I'm a light sleeper and hit the snooze a couple times. Uh, this time I let it play. Um, it turns out that... Uh, it was playing church music, and he ended up having dreams about Belgian beers with church music in the background. He just thought he was like at an abbey, abbey or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as the music that, is playing in the background, nice awesome. it ended up that's being great. the background music for his dream. So he wants to know: Could this be a sign that brewing and beer is on my mind too much? Uh, probably so, dude. But I wouldn't worry about it. That's a good dream to have, man. Uh, says he's going to see us at the G- uh, GABF, and that's from Jody. Out there in Connecticut. So cool. cool. Thanks, man. And uh, thanks for being a cop, too. I like cops, contrary to other people who don't like cops. I like them. Saying more. My landlord's cops. a cop. Yeah. yeah. He's a good dude. Chat likes cops, the show. It's his oh, favorite show. Great. It's Chat great. also likes being handcuffed by cops. <laughs> Male yeah. cops. Chat also likes looking out my window at my neighbors. It's <clears throat> yeah. just like cops. Yeah. It's across true. the street. They're always got cops there. All right, here's I'm another surprised one. the cops aren't here more often. Well, now that the, actually, that's a great thing about our new psycho neighbors is that they're taking the attention off of us. Uh, they just show up over there now, kind of like a fly buncher. It's great, yeah, exactly. Uh, here's another one. I love you guys and love listening to you on my iPod. The only thing better would be brewing beer and listening to the BN instead of working. Keep up the good work. I really like the Doctor White's and Amagang interview. Uh, Georgia is slowly getting better with beer distributorship. We just got Dogfish Head a couple months ago. Says he'll be wearing his BN Army, or militia in his case, to the Decatur Beer Festival on October 20th. Um, so that's cool. That's from Lamar. P.S. I miss Daniela. Yeah, join the club, Lamar. Everybody missed it, except for Doc. What? Um, Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, and finally, here's one that's not so nice. We had to get one in here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin, you limited talent hack. This is Whoa. from Angry JP, by the way. Whoa! I saw in my last issue of BYO that John Palmer has seen through your <laughs> veil of lies, deception, and falsehoods. He shows all of the world in the form of a story what a lack of respect you truly show for beer. I know that you will try to spin this story, but I know, we all know, you do not respect beer. I'll bet that when you were a little kid, you tortured empty beer cans. <laughs> Tell me that you never put a firecracker into an old can and lit it. See, your problem started at an early age. Ever think about the pain you caused when tormenting that old beer can? As like other psychos, I'm sure you have made a suit, much like JP's skin suits that he makes on Friday nights out of beer cans. How many bottles of beer do you have tied up in a pit someplace just for your abuse and enjoyment? You need help. Signed, Angry JP. So, uh, I don't know. I don't I do respect beer. What a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah, whatever. Has you drank tequila? That means I don't respect beer because yeah. I drank tequila? Yeah. That is the douchiest thing you've ever said. Yeah, oh, well, on. you don't respect it in the morning. I was only half yeah. listening to you, so that's all I could really work up. And my voice just cracked. Yeah, good for you. Thank you. 
All right. I don't think I have anything else to do here. We were going to talk about Shat's Kegerator, but let's save that for the end of the show because we got to uh, we got to get to a break. We're going to get uh, John Meyer from Rogue on the phone with us here soon. Uh, I think I got a phone call here to take for the break. We got uh, Hop Goblin. What's happening, brother? Hey guys, how are you? We're doing great. How are you, man? I'm all right. A little too sober, but I'm fine. Nah, you could work on and that. And you're calling in? It's easily curable. Oh, know, that's, I'm sorry. Can I that's... be, like, sober of the week? I'm at work. Oh, I uh, see. At least, okay. Yeah, you could be sober guy of the week. That's fine. That's a... That's I know a... it's kind of a shameful thing to be, but... <laughs> yeah, but, uh... But, all right. Hey, I'm coming up to uh, Berkeley tomorrow night. Yeah? Uh thought maybe we could all get together for a beer or something. You know, uh, I gotta be honest with you, there's no way I can do that, and I apologize. I got this, so the GABF gig that we're doing, it, not just that we're broadcasting there, but I gotta produce two podcasts for them. We're doing a GABF preview and a GABF walking tour, so you guys are gonna be able to download this stuff and check out what's happening. I gotta have so that's that. It's coming right up, right? It's coming up, and I gotta get it done, so I have, I'm not allowed to leave the studio for the next Uh-oh. three days. I, I have made the commitment, cause if I Leave. I, I, I'll go drinking like with you. I've got something. Do, um, do you need any of Hobgoblin's special medicine? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. that doesn't help me, man. I, I, it oh, okay. gets well, me I all scattered brained. Well, I'm at a Doze meeting tomorrow night, so you might want to head over to that. Yeah, why don't you go to the oh. club meeting instead? Yeah, where's the Doze meeting? It's I at uh, Beer Beer More Beer. Yeah, okay, starts about six six thirty. Six thirty. Yeah, and uh, you'll, you'll get, get plenty up. of beer there. I just bought a. Uh, a Mercedes 380SL Roadster with a blown motor. I'm going to take it out and put a biodiesel engine in it. Yeah, that's what I like to hear, buddy. Nice that work. That's very nice. Hot rod with a biodiesel. That's awesome. Good for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go uh, to the Doze meeting. You'll get to meet Doc and uh, McDowell's okay, over there. Okay, I'll do that. I'm going to do that. All right, cool. I just want to say one thing. Go I heard on. that email from a week or two ago about getting rid of chat. Yeah. Don't fucking do it. I love chat. <laughs> you like chat? Don't fuck with Chad. Oh, good looking out. He's, he's the man. I don't oh. know. He's kind of a dope. You, you fire Chad, I'm not going to listen anymore. Oh, all right. All right. That's Thanks all for you, getting my back, brother. That's all you had Tell to say. Tell these fucking pussies that if they can't <laughs> take a little sense of humor, to go listen to some other radio station. I, I agree with you on that. All right, Chats, no? you're here for at least another week, Chad. Beautiful. Yay. Beautiful. Yay. All right, brother. All Thanks, right. man. See you guys. I'll, hopefully see you guys tomorrow night. All right, all brother. Right. See you. Cheers. All right, take it easy. All right. Chad, you got to come to the Doze meeting, too. I'll, I'll be there. Oh, cool. Let's you do it. it. Are you a Doze Actually, member Actually, I think Pax going to be there, too. Kind of. Yeah. Kinda. You're, like, you're a non-dues-paying <laughs> member? That's right. What a jerk. Well, I, well, I, you I know, don't have been a, a brewer for how long? Yeah. You just started yeah. brewing. Yeah. I don't have a card. I haven't been to a meeting. Um, and Doc's going to set my me my dues, up. but yeah. I'm a member. <laughs> well, Paxton will be there, I think, tomorrow. So There you go. He'll get to meet some people. Yeah, I, 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 I literally I had to tell myself I, I'm not allowed to leave the studio because I'll just I won't get it done. But cool things that you can look out for. Uh, there's going to be a brand new uh, Brewing Network webpage. Not a new website, but we are making a special webpage just for our GABF broadcasts, and that's going to go up this week. And as soon as I'm done with these couple podcasts, you'll be able to download them. And the GABF preview is real cool. You're going to get to hear from Charlie Papazian. You're going to get to hear from some of the people who are putting on different displays and events at the GABF. You're going to get to hear from the directors and organizers putting it together and really get to find out 
what happens so that if you're going, uh, you can get kind of excited about it. If you're not going, you can kick yourself because uh, you're going to hear about all the cool stuff happening. And then I'll do this like walking tour podcast too so you can download it, put on your headphones when you enter the hall and get to find out uh, where everything's at, what time things are happening. So you can look for that. Uh, I, I, I think I'll have them done by Friday if all goes well this week. Um, then i got to get them approved and all that crap. So new web page will be up this week and then you can look for those podcasts in there. You should put like a hidden song on the podcast, you know, like wait five minutes and then yeah. just say douchebag hot nuts. It's not a then, bad idea. I'm not, I have to be nice in these things, you know. I can't, Gotta be uh, nice. yeah. Be yeah nice. Everything has to be nice. All right, hang in there because when we come back, John Meyer from Rogue. You don't get to hear from this guy a lot. It's an exclusive here on the Brewing Network and you're going to like what you hear. He's a good guy who makes good beer. So hang in there. When we come back, we'll get John on the line. Get your questions ready. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. And you're back with the Ultimate Home Brewing Show, where today's topic is dark beer. But first, let's go to the phones. Who are we talking to? Jamel. Jamel Zanishev. What can we do for you, Jamel? What were you guys saying about dark beer? All dark beer is really strong. And bitter. Well, you guys might want to look for a new source of brewing knowledge. We're using Poor Harold's Almanac 1947. You know of something better. Brewing Classic Styles by Jamil Zanishev and John Palmer. 80 award-winning recipes and how to brew them by the number one names in home brewing. Extract, partial mash, all grain. We cover it all. Reserve your copy today at the Brewing Network store. I will find one just for you. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com for more details on Brewing Classic Styles, the homebrew book of the year. So, do you cover Bach beer in there? You betcha. Because I've been saving all the sludge from my fermenter so I can make some real soon. Oh man, you really need this book. Order your copy today. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com, the official broadcaster of the Great American Beer Festival. Beer Belly Blues, what color are my new shoes? Cause my feet and belt buckle are things I rarely see. My problem is not my glands, it comes forward from aluminum cans. And pops blue ribbons went awfully good to me. And honey, when you buy my shirts, make sure they're triple XL. I got endorsement offers from Michelob Light and Strohs And Junior Samples family called and they're saving me his old clothes Beer Belly Blues, what color my new shoes Cause my pants and my zipper are things I rarely see Even people like Sal. 
Richard Simmons saw me crying, hold my hand. Yeah, but I couldn't touch my knees if I was sweating to the old days. And old Milwaukee's been awfully good to me. What have you gotten out of a vial of White Labs yeast? WLP 001, Cal Ale, baby! 23, Burton Ale. 008, East Coast Ale. Cal Common, WLP 810. It's gonna be WLP 400 with beer! I got a sweet hoodie for my vial. Huh? White Labs, your source for great brewer's yeast, would like to invite all homebrewers to join the White Labs Customer Club. Redeem your empty vials for great White Labs merchandise and products. Free yeast, glassware, t-shirts, baseball caps, sweatshirts, polo shirts, and you won't believe what you'll get for 5,000 vials. Members also receive a newsletter packed with White Labs updates and facts, interviews with professional brewers, brew-your-own-clone recipes, beercook.com recipes, and customer club stories. The White Labs Customer Club. Save your vials and get in the club. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to the show. It's the Rogue Show. JP's been wanting this show for a long time. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, man. Was it like your favorite Rogue brewery, beer. right? My favorite, yeah. It's the um, the first micro beer that I had that made me want to actually start drinking beer. Was, Is that right? Was uh, Rogue Shakespeare Stout. All right. Well, yeah, I so. think we've got John I wouldn't be here. on the line if it weren't for Rogue. Is yeah, that right? So you can thank or curse him. John, Either how's one. that for a nice thing to say about you? I like that. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Check kind of it in order. <laughs> <Yeah>. Of course. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the air with us, John. I appreciate it. Oh, nice beer. Are you at the brewery? No, man. I work six days this week. I'm kind of just resting up for the next week. Is that right? All right. Well, good for you. <laughs> on the seventh day, he rested. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is how he rests. Week. <laughs> doing more interviews with us. Now, I'm real thankful that you're here with us, John, because I know you don't do a lot of these kind of things, and uh, I feel pretty privileged that you're hanging with us, so I do appreciate oh. it. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. So, Thanks I want to talk about your history as a home brewer to start. Let's uh, get people uh, to, to know a little about you if they don't already, um, because you were a real avid home brewer before you ever got into the pro thing. Is that right? Yeah, I started... Uh Back in 1981, 
It was back when uh, the all grain thing was just starting to come around, and people were still weren't really sure how how you made beer out of all grain. But uh, okay. the equipment the equipment was just starting to come out. People were converting kegs and playing out with coolers, and and there was a guy down in uh, I was living in uh, L.A. at the time, working in aerospace. Okay. And there was this guy uh, that lived in the Bay Area. And he was converting uh, these uh, Sankey kegs in, into uh, uh, brew kettles and uh, and uh, taking the like, Coleman type coolers and putting up CPVC false bottoms in. Okay. Uh, for uh, for watering. Yeah. And I bought this equipment from him, and then uh, that's I started playing around with all grain that way. Okay. You, you, now, were you a, a Maltose Falcon back then? Yeah. I was Maltos Falcon for quite a few years, uh, and then uh, now I hang around with the Cascade uh, Brewer Society in Eugene. Oh, okay, very. Nice. Yeah. So you still do now? Do you still homebrew? Uh, not well. We have a B three system, and now and then we fire it up. But uh, I'll tell you, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any time. Yeah, see, that's what I would imagine. Well, that's yeah. I mean that's st- some of the stuff that we're going to get into when we start talking yeah. about rogue beers anyway, because I kind of yeah. feel, and this is what JP I think really likes about your beers too. Uh, you're kind of a home brewer. You just make a whole lot of beer. <laughs> like you, I yeah. mean, how many different styles of beer do you guys make there, or different brands? Yeah, well, you know, if I went through the archives, it's probably approaching thirty on a regular basis. You know, wow. maybe it's you know fifteen, twenty. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kind of no huh. wonder, no wonder you're six days and tired, man. That's a yeah. lot of brewing. Uh, it's it's gonna. Uh, right now, we're installing a new brew house, and uh, and we're short a person. Oh, I see. <laughs> you you know? say short person. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the business. <laughs> I think that was a shot at you, Doc. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not that short. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, tell me this. So, uh, how long did you homebrew before you got into to craft brewing professionally, and and how did that happen for you? I uh, I was working for a Hughes Aircraft Company, and uh, I was taking a homebrew class down in Redondo Beach. And I wanted to make my way back to Oregon. I said, well, probably the best way to do that would be maybe uh, getting in the brewing business. So I, okay. uh, I decided that. I flew uh, one week into Chicago and, and went to the Siegel Institute and visited for a couple of days. And, and I came back and said, well, I've had it. I'm going to quit and go to brewing school. Okay. And that was in uh, 1986. All right. So I went to the, the Siebel Long Course in 1986 and graduated. Uh, and then uh, I interviewed two different places at uh, Dixie Brewery in uh, New Orleans. Okay. And uh, I, then I, after that I flew up to Alaska and interviewed with Jeff Larson of the Alaskan Brewery, which at the time was called Chinook Alaskan. Okay. And I asked, uh, then I went back to Portland. That's where I was hanging out at the time. I said, well, asked my, uh, and my uh, relative. I said, well, what do you think I ought to go? They said, well, go north. <laughs> so, Keep going north. <laughs> yeah, so I, wanna, I started there in 1987, brewed there for two years. I see. Alaskan Brewery. Now, you didn't have much of a brewing resume at that point, so what do you do? Did you bring them in some of your home brews and say, you know, I, I've gone to school, I can do this, or how do you get the gig? Well, there wasn't a lot of people going to Siebel back then. Uh, more of the professionals in the business from the big breweries were going to Siebel, and I, uh, Jeff Larson had taken a, a short course there and uh, asked uh, 
if anybody that recently graduated was interested in uh, a job. Okay. So that's how he got a hold of me. I see. So. It's kind of, you kind of look like an Alaskan, John. You got yeah. the, you know, you look like you're ready for cold weather. <laughs> I think that was... Uh, talk about cold and wet, man. Yeah, I've had about, <laughs> about as wet as it gets up there. It rains over 100 inches a year. Wow. And it snows about 100 inches a year. Amazing. And you got one road. Oh, no <laughs> kidding. And you're landlocked, so. Yeah. Well, in the south, you do a lot of drinking up there. <laughs> I bet you did, yeah. <laughs> Not me, but. Oh, well, they I do. But, uh, I see. <laughs> everybody up there. Yeah. Uh, they drink a lot up there because it's dark a lot of <laughs> wintertime. <laughs> Now, how long were you there? Two years, and uh, and uh, Jeff and Marcia are some of the greatest people I ever want to meet. They okay. run an excellent operation up there. But I just said, to, I just wanted to get back and expand my skills, okay. and I thought the only way to do that would be get back to Northwestern. All right. And what happened? I was up there. Uh, Jack Joyce called me up out of the blue because we had a mutual friend who was a distributor, beer distributor in Portland named Jim Kennedy was passed on a few years ago, unfortunately, and was a good friend of mine. He said, well, I know a guy that once uh, opened up a brew pub in Newport, Oregon. Said, wow, Newport, Oregon. Well, when I was a kid, I used to come down to Newport and fish on the weekends. And okay. Like I had a, there was a place in my heart for Newport, Oregon. And so I flew down one week and met Jack Joyce. He took me down to Ashland where they had the existing brew pub. At that time, which uh, that was fired up in October '88, and then uh, we we uh, drove up to Newport and looked at the facility that was under construction. And he offered me a job. Great. Uh, I started in May of '89. It's just that and easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bam, guess. Bam, bam. It's, uh, I guess it's a good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like everything just kind of fell into place for you, too, you know? Yeah. Kind of uh, right place, yeah, right time it, kind of thing. Yeah, it, it really was, uh, especially with the, the job down here. Yeah. And so you've been there ever since now? Yeah, 18, over 18 years. Okay. Hey, yeah. some some of our listeners have done their research on you, John, and uh, I'm being told that before brewing, you worked on the radar system for F-16 Tomcats. Uh, F-14 Tomcats. Oh, F-14. Sorry, yeah, F-14. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would have made you extra smart if you worked on the F-16 yeah. Tomcat. But the 14... Well, I worked on, <laughs> the 14 is too lower. I worked on the lower. F-6 a little bit, and I worked on the F-15 a little bit, but mainly the F-14 radar. When I, when I started for Hughes, we were selling to Iran. Oh. And it worked a lot of overtime back then. Nice. <laughs> Things have changed now. A little. But, uh, I'm making an honest living now. Back then it was <laughs> it was gravy. Yeah. Yeah. Union job. Right. Pretty easy work. No stress. Ah. Oh. oh man, I like how I like how that wasn't honest work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Forty hours During a week. Con- don't got to worry about it. Absolutely. The contracts. Yeah, that sounds like a good gig to yeah, me. Yeah, it was. Uh, but you know that that kind of grew old. Uh, the whole scene down there. I see. You know, all of these great brewers, they're all brainiacs, man. They were all engineers and Yeah, I mean, you know, lawyers. I mean, but but to work on a on a radar system for a fighter jet? Yeah. And then you want to scrap all that and move to Alaska <laughs> yeah. to hey. make beer with Eskimos and seals. <laughs> it kind of seems like, I mean, what were, was, you know, with people in your family going, John, what are you doing, man? If you need to take some time off, I'm sure you have vacation you can take. They encouraged me. 
Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, Go far was, away. Uh, it was the first taste anchor steam changed my whole life. So. Is that right? Really? It really did. Okay. And so there's something different with this beer, and I like it. i got to find out what it's all about. Yeah. That's what got me into homebrewing, pretty much. So kind of a love at first brew thing for you when you when you yeah. got into homebrewing? Yeah, sure was. And, uh, all right. Were you married during all this? I'm curious if you got the support no. of your wife. You weren't. I okay. Just, I just got married a few years ago, first time at 49. I see. Hey, good for you. All right. Okay. See, that's the other okay. thing, because people leave that stuff out. The reason you were allowed to drop everything and <laughs> gallivant around yeah. the West, you know, <laughs> you were single. Didn't have any ties, you know. Right. Was, uh, All right. So. You know, I, it's still, you know, a lot of work and a lot of hours put in this. Yeah. It's definitely going to dedicate your life. That's the way I look at it. To being married or to beer? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> now it's split between both projects. <laughs> both projects. I love it. <laughs> That's an engineer for you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a quick question from one of our listeners. They want to know if you guys have any, any plans to expand to the East Coast. Although I've seen your bottles on the East Coast. Well, we're out there. Yeah. Are you on tap out there? Oh yeah, I was in New York last year, and uh, and we were on out there. But uh, okay, it, you can call the brewery up, and they can they can tell you. There you go, you can do that right you. there. You can get to the brewery website through our page too. If yeah. you guys want to do that, just go to our homepage and click on the Rogue logo right there. It'll take you right to the website. If you haven't seen these beers around, and find out uh, what it's all about. Um, lots of questions coming through for you, John, so I'll make sure that we oh. get those to you. A um, little bit later, we're going to be talking to John about some recipe formulation stuff. Um, and, and this is, a, you know, we can start a little bit here just talking about all the different beers you brew. When you came into this this company, you're already a professional brewer, but, um, I mean, did they just say, yes, you can brew anything you want, John, go ahead and do all these styles? Or, or was that, uh, you know, did that not happen right away? Jack was in the variety at the start. He, uh, <clears throat> when I fired up Newport, I walked in to the first brew, the existing brewer, and Ashland had a couple of recipes. He had the, uh, he had a golden, he had the amber, and he had the Shakespeare stout. Okay. And, uh, then one of the original brews I made was, uh, Jack just let me do what I wanted, was, uh, probably, which is now the Mocha Porter, which is a robust, Porter style, and then the old crustacean. Those were uh, a couple of the first two brews yeah, that I made down here. Okay, uh, old yeah. crustacean is a fantastic beer. If you yeah. guys haven't had that, give it a try. Yeah, uh, don't drink it too young. Yeah, is that right? Did is that one of the ones that you brought us today, JP? Yeah, I got uh, I got a bottle from 2006, and then I I brought from my stock. I have a 1995. Is that right? Oh, yeah. That's wow. crusty. That's crusty, man. <laughs> so we'll pull that out soon. Yeah, what have you found for that beer? What's a nice ideal age, John? Well, uh, give it at least. Start trying it about a year. A year, okay. Yeah, so maybe. buy a couple, but, you know, maybe five, four or five years. Okay. I have some that's really old back here in my, in my wine cellar. Nice. Uh, some 90, in the early 90s, but I haven't had it in a long time, so okay. <laughs> we'll yeah. see how it tastes. What are you drinking right now? Inquiring minds want to know. Okay. Uh, earlier, I have a two-tap system at the house. Okay. I had our uh, Glen that uh, we make once a year after my uh, best friend that passed away that used to brew at the Wild Duck in Eugene, yeah. Glenn uh, Falconer. Uh-huh. 
And uh, then when that blew, then I had to start drinking amnesia. Oh. <laughs> at the brew pub in Portland, and two ex-employees of mine are working up there. Uh, one started at Kevin King with his wife, and uh, Chris Spolin, who I brew with for almost 14 years, just left in April. Now he's up there. Oh, wow. So That's a good brewery. <laughs> yeah. It's like to always have one guest tap. Nice. And amnesia is a good choice. Yeah. You're going to want to forget about this show by the time we're done with you. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) A couple questions coming through about the beers here. Uh, Doc, you'll like this question from one of our listeners. Uh, Someone wants to know, is it true that Dead Guy Ale is a tribute to Jerry Garcia? It wasn't brewed as a tribute to Jerry Garcia, but... uh, (laughs) I'm getting it right here. Yeah. Uh, I'm resting up for Monday. That a boy. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was the first time I brewed that on the Bayfront. I brewed it with the uh, the Munich Lager yeast, and it came out as a fantastic uh, Maybach. Okay. And then we brewed it again. I said, "Well, I'll try the propri- proprietary ale yeast," and uh, turn around about like two weeks instead of uh, uh, six weeks. Wow. And the people, hey, we like this too. So I just kept brewing it, and then. Uh, the logo itself is that Mayan Day of the Dead, the dead guy with the, looks like a morel. Yeah. yeah. Like a top. We got that from a restaurant in Portland that went broke, and he said, well, you can just take the logo. And uh, cool. So uh, we used to follow the Grateful Dead around the country with that. Uh, oh, is that right? Bombers. Yeah. Uh. With the bombers, and then when Jerry died, then, uh, you know, then the sales really took off. Wow. Amazing. And now it's about... Forty-five percent of our production. Okay. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. So that yeah. is uh, one of your most popular, huh? Yeah, forty-five percent. Yeah, that's it. It's, uh, it's. I'll tell you what. It's a strong beer. It's about seven percent alcohol, and uh, it's a sixteen Plato and almost forty IBUs right around there. Wow. High thirties. Yeah. It's a big. It's I got the first time I had it. Um, I was still a pussy in terms of drinking good beer, and uh, it kind of knocked me over. I wasn't ready for it. I didn't pick yeah. up a dead guy again for another five years <laughs> after <Yeah>. that. <laughs> but, a couple of pints and you stand up off the bar stool, man. Yeah, you can feel it. <laughs> It'll do it. Yeah. So that's what people find on tap most often, I imagine, right? Uh, you know, yeah. as far as what you guys sell. Yeah. Okay. I would think so, but man, we sell a lot of that nut brown too. We brew a hell of a lot of that beer. Uh, that is a great that beer. Nut brown. That's a great beer. You guys got that tap house here in San Francisco. Um, yeah, in North Beach there. Yeah, what is that? Is that just owned by the same guys that own the brewery there? Or? Yeah, we own it. It's you do? Just the pub. Okay. Yeah. It is cool because you go in there and not only are, is there, I don't know if it's every beer that you guys have or it's a, it's a whole lot of them. Plus, you guys have a ton of guest uh, taps there, too. Yeah, we do. We, we, uh, I don't know which ones they have. I haven't been down there about a year, but, uh, yeah. yeah, they, they Bud Light, a lot of Bud. other people's beers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Miller. <laughs> uh, yeah. It is. No, it's, it's a great tap house. Hey, one of our listeners yeah. wants to know... Um, if you have a favorite rogue beer, well, I get asked that, and uh, it's we have this uh, program called John's Locker Stock, and I come up with a, a different beer. It could be out of the archives, but uh, a, a different beer once a month. Okay, and that's usually what I focus on. So right now, my favorite rogue beer is the Hop Heaven, which is our uh, wet hop beer. Oh, nice. It just came out. It's uh, made out of 100% unkilned raw 
Oregon-grown Centennial hops. Wow. That's okay. Yeah, the only grower in the whole state. Oh, is that right? Centennials, yeah. Most of them are out of Yakima. Yeah, okay. So That sounds great. Is yeah, that going to be... a thousand pounds this year and made two batches, made 90 barrels. Is that going to be bottled? No, it's all draft. So it's all they right. sold. It's uh, already sold out. It's all gone. Wow. I, <laughs> I have no idea. I was at your what hop festival near you. You know, that's got to be cool, too, to know that you can do beers like that, kind of experiment, and know that it's gone, right? Like, before you're done with it, it's gone, because people just respect your beer, you know, before it's even done. Yeah, that that whole uh, John's Locker Stock program is set up that way. It's all, hey, whatever we put out, you have to have it. You have to buy it. Yeah. That's how it works. Right. (laughs) That's, uh, yeah, I don't care. That's perfect. You don't like it, tough. I, lo- I love John's. I love yeah. John's marketing. It's just simplicity. You sure. know, you got yeah. this whole this whole marketing campaign for Rogue and the whole thing. And John's just like, well, we put in a bottle. They're going to buy it. I mean, that's just that's how it fucking works. It's dude. written down. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could sign that contract with our listeners that no matter what shit we do on this show, they have to listen. They're going to listen. Oh, yeah. You know. It's a podcast. It's like HBO. You can say anything you want. I like this. Yeah, you can. You oh, absolutely yeah. can. There's no FCC, John. The only time. Yeah. If you want to go, let, if you want to let him fly, John, go for it. Yeah. In fact, our sponsors uh, cuss worse than we do, so uh, you yeah. can say anything you want. Yeah. All right. How about? Do you have a favorite non-rogue beer right now? People want to know what you're drinking, uh, or at least a, a style. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, maybe a style too. Yeah. My, my taste have changed over the years, so I used to be, uh, I still am a big Schlankerlau rock beer fan. Uh, mm. If you've been to Bomberg, Germany, which is one of my favorite cities in the world, okay, you have to go there. That's where Schlankerlau comes from. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, they poured out of a wood cask on the bar there. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's just a stunning city. It's a thousand-year-old city untouched by the wars. Okay. It's about it's forty five minutes north of Nuremberg. That's one of my all time favorite beers, and I like a lot of the Belgians also. Okay. Yeah. I think one of our uh, I think Sully is on his way to Bomberg right now. He's going to Oktoberfest, but he's flying into Bomberg first. You know. Check well, out that's far because there. I'll tell you, you're going to get uh, sticker shock when you go to Munich. Yeah. <laughs> from Bomberg, yeah. man. I believe it. Yeah. I heard on the uh, radio the leaders are going for 1050 at, at the Oktoberfest. Ooh, and that's oh. Euro, right? Oh. Well, they said they, I think they called it quartz, too, which I said, no, wrong, leaders. But uh, yeah. they said 1050 U.S. Which oh, U.S. Okay, yeah. But now the dollar is bottomed out against the euro. So oh, oh, yeah. The so. exchange is like 1.4 or something? Yeah. And then during the Oktoberfest, they jacked the hotel rates up big time in Munich. Right. Oh, it's a good uh, thing I didn't go this uh, year. Oh, that drink tech, uh, what's that? That was, what, eight, uh, 2005, I think it was. They hold it every four years. Okay, yeah. yeah 2005, where they have uh, uh all these huge halls of nothing but brewing equipment. It takes you three days to get through this. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. And, yeah, we uh, the prices, when, when the Oktoberfest hit, man, that was just sky high. Yeah. Those Germans, they, they know how to soak people for money, man. Hey, we do the same thing out here. Whenever That's there's true. A big, I mean, go to a baseball game out here, you're paying 10 bucks for a pint. Oh, you yeah. Know? So, <laughs> capitalism, <laughs> you know. Hey, you know what? Those days are coming uh, because the barley prices are going up. Uh, not quite double, and the hops. Uh, there's a worldwide hop shortage now. Yeah, there's half the acreage it was ten years ago. That's it's unbelievable. Now they're looking at ten dollars a pound for cascades. Yeah, are you really? 
Yeah. She's got all the pricing. What was what would have been a price a couple years ago? Well, buck ninety. Oh man! You know there was a glut on the market, and the growers lost money, and now there's a shortage, and and you won't see a price decrease probably till 2010. Okay. Because it takes three years once they plant them before you get a decent yield. Wow. So what do you think? We're going to start paying a lot more for our six packs, huh? Well, I was just at the store and I saw five ninety nine for these six packs, including Alaska. And I said that's not going to last. I know they're probably locked in on hops like we are for 07 but after that and then you really get some some breweries and the smaller ones now for this year are going to get hit hard i, I think see. you're finally going to see a little decline in growth wow in the crap brewing segment in my opinion what a shame too because it's been doing so well you know yeah uh yeah. Well, i'm not looking forward to that i guess it's a good thing we still homebrew I yeah would, yeah you know or at least doctors yeah no kidding <laughs> Hey, we're drinking your uh, Miramoto Black Obi Soba Ale right now. Do you uh, yeah. do you name these things too, John? No, I didn't. I only named one beer. Uh, which one did you name? And the boss didn't even like it. Oh, really? <laughs> he didn't like the name. Brutal well, Bitter, because uh, it was like 6 a.m. when I made it. Uh, brutal Bitter, and it just kind of stuck. That's a boss great didn't name. like it, but uh, yeah. uh, it's not really that brutally bitter, but uh, right. it, it, it is to make, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me about this beer that I'm drinking here. It's tasty, man. Well, what I did is we uh, we make that the regular soba. So I threw in some uh, C60 crystal and uh, some yeah. of that uh, Rafa Special Two. Okay. E Hus chocolate from Wireman. Mm-hmm. And it, I changed the hops around. I couldn't tell you what. Off the top of my head's in there. I think there's three different varieties, but uh, okay, yeah, that's it's a great beer. What do you think about this yeah. one, Doc? Oh, I like it. Like it's this one, smooth. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's really drinkable. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's been on my shelf for like I think since Nationals. It's JP's. JP's kind of a. He's kind of a like a psycho fan of yours, John. It's. Uh, <laughs> it's I sketch naked pictures. No, I'm <laughs> this is a. You've actually signed this bottle for JP that we're drinking right now. So it's that old. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was drank five years ago, right? This <laughs> was the one that uh, I think. I think you signed a bunch. I think even last year for nationals, and Sebi gave them out to a couple people, and she. Oh, the nationals. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she yeah. hooked me up with one. So yeah, it's not that old, but uh, and it definitely yeah. hasn't been cold. For the last few months, yeah, yeah. tastes I, good. I ran across John at the Nationals when we were in uh, uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, and he's schlepping, oh, that was fun. he's schlepping his own beer around. Was he really? Oh, he had he, he had this case that was kind of falling apart. So it looked he's having even more trouble carrying <laughs> this. And I thought, oh, that's cool. He's schlepping his own beer. Around. So I had to get a picture. I made you stop, and I got a picture <laughs> of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Like, oh, you were that ass. Thanks. You could have helped <laughs> me. Get a get a get a case or something. One, it's only one case. <laughs> they need to bring it back to Vegas. That was a good time. Yeah, it was good. That's what I'm thinking too. Forget about this Midwest stuff. Put it in Vegas. Everyone wants to go going? to Vegas. Ohio, yeah. Ohio now. Cincinnati. Cincinnati this year. Yeah, you know, which is all right. But, uh, it's no. Yeah, the Great Lakes is up in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I can't even yeah, go fishing. All the brewery. <laughs> I, I first time I, I actually met you, John, at the NorCal Homebrewers Festival a couple years ago. You went and did a talk there. And uh Oh yeah, I've I was a little off that time but uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I had fun. 
Yeah, it's, it's a fun That's time. What it's about. And uh, no, yeah. people really enjoyed hearing from you there. John's yeah. a quiet guy, so I didn't even want to talk to you, John, because I talk too much, and I thought you'd just walk away from me. <laughs> so I just shook your yeah. hand and left. Just mutter something, turn around and walk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, hey, John, you, you brewed that with uh, 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 Chef Morimoto, right? The Iron Chef? Well, he wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> You just... I met him. He was at the brewery. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, but uh, he put his... I don't know. It was all marketing. I don't know what it's called. Sean <laughs> is great. Whatever makes the chef happy. <laughs> this is great, yeah. I mean, it had a name on it, and so, yeah. Well, then there you go. He came through and, you know, rubbed the, the mash tun a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But... He's, he's a nice guy. <laughs> John's like me. He's like, I think I'm supposed to say something here, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm supposed to push the brand or the beer. Oh, whatever. But who cares? I just brewed for six days. I'm tired. <laughs> and the chef didn't. Uh, hey, uh, people want to know about the background of your proprietary yeast, that Pac-Man you got going there. Where did that come from? You know, that's a little gray area. It's the guy that started Rogue was, uh, his name was Greg Kepke, and he brewed at uh, one of the McMiniman operations. Okay. Now, I can't believe it's that yeast, but he never really told me where he got it from. I see. But I don't think it's a McMiniman strain. He stole it from so, somewhere. Well, I know when he said the gray area, I figured, you know, thievery was going to come know. into it. Nobody ever knows that, though, or at least no one wants yeah. to talk about it, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's a wild beast. Can you steal somebody's <laughs> wild beast? Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you came, so the yeast was there when you came on board. Yeah. And did you ever, I mean, did it's been there the whole time, so I imagine you love it. Did you ever want to, you know, use get something else in there, or, or is it just fantastic? Uh, no, no, I, you know, it took a long time to learn that yeast, and it's still, now, now and then it'll surprise you, but uh, okay. it's, it's pretty solid. Yeah. I like it. It promotes... Uh, it's one of those yeasts where you can really hop it up and the beer still tastes balanced. Okay. And uh, that, you know, yeast has a lot to do with that, so. Okay. And, uh, the, this yeast, it doesn't ferment out super dry, but it ferments out fairly quick. And it settles out real nice. If, you know, the home brewers, it's great for, you know, bottle conditioning if you do that. Right. So. Uh, yeah, and, we like it. And then speaking of that, the the homebrewers, too, someone's asking if it's going to be released again from Y-Yeast so that we can use it. Well, I don't know. Uh, I think that John Graber was behind that program. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right there, and he just left. So uh, That's right. He just left Y-Yeast. Well, I don't know what's going to happen up there. Hmm. You can always steal out of, a, out of a bottle of Shakespeare Stout or Porter or uh, what else do we have out there? Brutal Bitter? Yeah. So. Are there any beers you guys are brewing that don't have it? Uh, we do uh, uh, Kells for the Kells uh, restaurants mm-hmm. in Seattle and Portland. We do a Kells Irish Lager with the Czech Pills yeast. Oh, okay, very nice. Yeah, and uh, that, that's pretty solid yeast. All right, and you... we've played around with some other strains throughout the years, but I don't like to introduce too many. Yeah, well, with all the Brew. different beers, man, I, I don't blame you. Be a pain in the yeah. ass. I mean, you guys doing stuff with. Bread on my shoes. I don't want. I can't do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd have to have you know kind of separate equipment and things to do it too, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's kind of that's scary. You yeah. mentioned bread on my shoes to a winemaker; they'll run the other way. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah. So what do you think? You, you, so you don't think you're ever going to get into anything sour like that, huh? No, but I do enjoy the styles. Yeah, yeah. Let the I other love, people uh, do it. I love goose, man. A good goose is one of my favorite beers. So. I'm with you on that. That's uh, great. In fact, yeah. I was just talking to a, a fledgling craft beer drinker yesterday. He's really into it, trying all different sorts of hoppy beers and ales. And I gave yeah. him a little bit of a sour beer. And my advice to him was, hey, you know, if you're ever out drinking all day and you're, you're drinking all these IPAs and things like that, go ahead and throw a sour beer in the middle there, clean your palate right yeah. off. You can start tasting beer again when you're done, you know. Yeah. So. I like that. Uh, but a goose is, uh, yeah, absolutely good yeah. stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, John, I gotta take a quick break. Can you hang in yeah. there with us for a few minutes? Oh, yeah, sure. Alright, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take this quick break right now. We got John Meyer from Rogue, uh, Ales on with us. And when we come back, gonna talk a little bit about how he gets all those good recipes and how to formulate them and how we can balance our beers too. So hang in there with us. It's the Brewing Network. We got Rogue and we're gonna have a good time for, uh, I don't know, hopefully another half hour or so with John. So if you got any questions, get them ready. Join JP in the chat or call us up. 888-401-BEER. We'll be right back. Hang in there. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Did you know that you can not only order from More Beer online at morebeer.com and receive free shipping on most orders over $59, but you can also shop in person at their two retail locations located in Concord and Riverside, California. In fact, the Concord facility has grown to over 15,000 square feet to fit all the new products, expanded showroom, and new knowledge center classroom. And now, in conjunction with the Brewing Network, More Beer is making it easier than ever to keep up on what's happening. Download the More Beer monthly podcast by clicking podcast at morebeer.com. You'll learn about More Beer's history, sales and discounts on More Beer products, get to know team members, and hear ways to save you money. They're also launching a brand new website soon with more features and a better online shopping experience. So go to morebeer.com or call 800-600-0033. That's 800-600-0033.
Hi, I'm Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Freccia and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park. This is www.thebrewersnetwork.com. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to The Brewing Network. The Brewing Network, saving your life one beer at a time. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Got John Meyer from Rogue on the on the line, talking all about Rogue beers today, and uh, is going to give us some techniques about some recipe formulation, things like that. Uh, you still with us, John? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have that effect on people. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> For a second there, I didn't think he was joking. Yeah, was like, oh shit, he fell asleep. <laughs> he actually fell asleep. Uh, our producers are narcoleptic, so it happens all the time, man. Yeah, I think I suffer from that also. <laughs> yeah. Uh, watch out for that boil kettle, man. That'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, I wanted to start talking. Oh, by the way, we're, we're drinking your brutal bitter right now. Oh, uh, there you go. We think, have you had a lot of rogue beers before? You haven't. Have not. Our producers just being introduced to the Rogue Nation, but you are a member, aren't you, of Rogue I Nation? I sure am. Very good. That's right. Yeah, we went up to uh, for the OBF. We we stopped in at the Portland uh, pub and yeah. got uh, Chad and his friend introduced to the old Rogue Nation. Wow. Had a great meal. All right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of our listeners are part of that. I think it's kind of. I think right. you're allowed to be part of the BN Army and the Rogue Nation. I think we could work together. I think That's it's all right. yeah. I think it's all right. It's we're like uh, we're like, in and the BN. Yeah, we're like gorillas <laughs> for them. You know. <laughs> I think we're like the retard version of yeah. the Rogue Nation. <laughs> you want us to come over? No, it, it's it's really okay. Uh, let's go to the pub now. Yeah. No, but wait. That elite offshoot. <laughs> all right. JP's having an internal conversation over there. Let's start talking about your recipes, uh, John, because I think something that, uh, you know, homebrewers, um, struggle with is we want to make these big beers that you do too and these really flavorful beers, but balance is an issue. So how do you go about planning these things? Uh, what I, I try to do is I, I use a lot of specialty grains. Okay. And we, we have a, at work, uh, we use a lot of, uh, we have a silo for Munich malt, and uh, we use a lot of Munich malt in a lot of our beers. Uh, dead guy, like 20%. Um, wow. The Nut Brown's got a lot. Uh, so, you know, that adds body and a little bit of sweetness, a little color, you know. Okay. And, uh, so we use a lot of that. That that makes, that, that dead guy's got a nice big core, fat metal to it. Yeah. And, uh, 
Just like our producer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. That and picking a, a good yeast strain like ours, uh, but a lot of specialty grains give you that body, so you can always push the envelope a little more. Okay. Well, talk to me about the yeast strain because I heard you mention that that uh, yeah. you know, like yours, you need to have it so that it is balanced. How does it affect it? Well, ours attenuates well, but it doesn't over attenuate, so it's bone dry. Like finish it uh, well for homebrew, like one point zero zero eight or something like that. You know, for yeah. pale ale, ours would finish at maybe you know fifteen or something or. Okay. And twelve, but you know something where you got some some residuals left. Okay. And are are you still there? And we ferment uh, at sixty degrees, which is cooler than most breweries. You do that with yeah. the, all your ales? Yeah. Well, sometimes the bigger ones, like the the little crustacean, I'll, I'll increase it so it'll attenuate a little, little bit more. I don't want you know too much residuals left. Yeah. On that beer, so. Okay. But, uh, yeah, picking the yeast strain, a lot of specialty grains, that's, you don't have to go too complex on your grain bill. Yeah. Some of the most complex beers we made were just simple ones. I mean, Brutal's real simple. Uh, some of the other ones are, yeah, well, then, then you look at Shakespeare, it's got quite a few different ingredients. It has a lot of rolled oats in it and dark crystal and chocolate, roasted barley. Okay. So, but then... Used to make this beer uh, uh, younger, special bitter. We still make it, but it's not in the six packs that we don't brew as much as for uh, uh, Don Yeager owns a horse brass pub. Oh yeah, in Portland, which is one of the great pubs in the in the country, and uh, it's a great place. A real simple beer with two row and crystal sixty. But I I was looking at uh, you know special bitter recipes when I did a little research and said, okay. That's what it's based on. Okay. Americanized with the with the hops, you know. That is pretty basic, just you know. But yeah, it, but yeah. It is, but it is a complex beer. You're right. It has a lot of lot of body, a lot of character to it. Yeah. You know, I've heard some brewers say they kind of shy away from the crystals. It's not that they don't use them, but they don't want to use too much of it because of the sweetness. That it, it's kind of a different kind of sweetness. But it sounds like you you're ready to throw the crystal right in there. Oh, we use a lot. Like uh, we brew a lot of this American amber. It's got. Uh, C40 quite a bit and some C150. Talk about burnt. Wow. wow. Yeah, no Probably. kidding. And then we just pack a ton of uh, cascades in there. Okay. And boy, you know, real simple, but it's got to be one of the poppiest ambers out there. So can you kind of can you kind of hide that acrid flavor from the from some roasted grains with a lot of hops? I mean, it sounds like you're saying you just throw, you dump a bunch of hops in there to get, to, to get rid of that, uh, you know, is, or is that not, uh, is that not the case? My philosophy is you can mask a lot of defects with hops, so. Yeah, just throw them in there, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not a very good lager brewer, you know, so. Okay. Hey, that's fair enough, man. Uh, as long as you're locked in there on the hop price for next year, throw a bunch in. Yeah, right. This is the guy who makes 20 different ales. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh! How awful would it be if poor John, come two thousand nine, has to like back off on the hops oh. and start there. John, uh, we want you to try doing some more loggers. Yeah. <laughs> we hear they don't oh. use as much hops. Yeah. All I do is I cost the brews and then they charge accordingly for it. Uh, I like that philosophy. Hey, that's actually that's a great yeah. philosophy. That, 
that that way the, the bean counters upstairs don't tell you what to make. Yep. And yep. that happens with when you have a five ninety nine six pack and we'll see what happens here in the future. Yeah. yeah. Sure. You can come back on the show if that happens to bitch about it if you want. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now well, I hadn't noticed this. So are your twenty twos on the shelf? I guess they would all be different prices then, depending on what they got costed at. I hadn't really paid attention. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I can't. I don't want to speculate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John doesn't have to buy his beer, so he doesn't know yeah. or care. He's like, yeah, like, whatever, dude. Just you know. <laughs> I don't think a brewer should have to buy a beer, in my opinion. I don't think ever they should ever okay. wherever you go. Yeah. You got friends. But if you go or? to any other brew pub, it should be professional courtesy because yeah. I'll 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 do the same. Absolutely. That's Everybody comes and I'll buy him, you know, lunch. That's like want. yeah, it's like the yeah. one in the wine industry they do that. It's the it's the you know nicely yeah. nicely discount. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So when you're uh, when you're making a new recipe, uh, yeah. how do you start out and how do you rogify it? You know, do you do some research when you want a new uh, ale, or do you take something that you've had maybe and uh, rogify yeah. after that? Well, if I want, if I brew a style, then I do some studying. But uh, I, I look at books and uh, I look at Zymergy. Yeah. You know, maybe what brew your own, something like that. And uh, and I'll look to see what the home brewers are doing because I get a lot of my inspiration from home home brewers. Still do. Yeah, there, there's definitely a lot of trends in home brewing. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's this year's trend in home brewing? Yeah. Kind of like the fashion of beer. And it does yeah. it does drive it. It really does, and it, it makes me think and uh, try new things. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, we just came out with this Imperial Porter. I made it for the second time, and uh, this is what I did. is I, I took our uh, Mocha Porter, I looked at the ingredients, and said, okay, well, I want to bump it up to about 18 Play-Doh. I don't know what that is uh, times four. That's your specific gravity, roughly. 60. 70-something. 72. And, uh, 18 times four, that's it. Oh, you're uh, asking the, you're the brainiac here, John. Well, I am. Uh, it's big. <laughs> I, I didn't just double exactly. You have to know what these malts do, you know, flavor. Yeah. And you get that from experience. And uh, and then you can't always just take the hops in a recipe like that. And what I had in the mocha porter, and I took a totally different hop than used it. I used, uh, in the regular mocha porter, we use... Amarillo and the bittering and Horizon in the hopback. And uh, what I did for the Imperial Porters, I used 100% uh, Summits, which is a very interesting hop. Kind of the way, depending how you use it, it exhibits all these different weird flavors. So Yeah. Some say onion, some say orange. It's really a weird hop. I don't know if you've tried it. Uh, yeah, they had a Summit Hop Beer yeah. Festival out here. We tried some there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it is weird. Well, it can be a chameleon hop. It can be really aggressive. Yeah, I can. Uh, we make a a beer called Brewer, named after my my old black lad who passed away. Yeah, and uh, we got 106.7 IBUs out of this baby. I mean, it was just incredible. But the summits were just really intense. Wow, almost obnoxious. Yeah. So this year, I kind of backed off on the summits and used them in a different part, you know, more upfront bittering and not late, where they got obnoxious, you know, towards like flavoring hops. Right. So, yeah. So when you have a new recipe, do you try it out in your full system? Like uh, we do it now, but uh, when I had a little more energy, we took the B three system. Yeah. yeah. Like in the winter time, but 
uh, when it was a little bit slower. And uh, like the Black Brutal, which we developed on that system, it took two batches, and then I, I sized it up to the full batch, 45-barrel batch, uh-huh. which we're doing now. So, And okay. being that we were brewing 20 gallons, that, that was an easier transition than, like, five. Yeah. This is not linear. Well, I was just thinking, you know, you come up with a new recipe and you don't know really how it's going to turn out until uh, you actually put it, put the paper down and you make the beer. You know, it's just, I go, sometimes I, I know what the IBUs I'll get just from experience on the system and a laboratory analysis. And then I'll do a simple color calculation. And then I'll look at uh, different crystal malts and and see what flavors I want out of them. I don't say, like, I don't want to go C-150 because it's too burned. I'll back off and use more 75. Or, and I tried, uh, like, in this, the latest batch in Pearl Quarter, mm-hmm. so, uh, the, a Brewer's Supply Group guy came by with some uh, Simpsons Naked Oats, and I tried them raw. I said, God, I love the flavor of these things. Okay, so I threw some of those in. Okay. The latest batch. And... So you're not That's afraid great. to change the recipe, even even if you've already no. got a beer out there, you, you'll add to it just because. Yeah, I, I changed the the occasionals, you know. Yeah, we call them occasionals. Oh. Uh, the standards, I don't mess around that much unless we run out with a, out of a particular hop or something. But, uh, okay. Yeah, I, was gonna know, say, I, I don't you, mess you, with dead guy. You know, I don't mess with nut there, and I don't mess. Well, with what about recorder. a new recipe? You got something out there, and the first, yeah, it doesn't come out exactly like you planned the first run. Well, uh, you going to keep tweaking it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we always play with it. Luckily, I'm good enough now. I have enough experience where I can get it close. Yeah. Where people will at least drink it. <laughs> that's a good yeah, thing. Hopefully. It's in their contract. That, yeah. That's just experience. Right. And, uh, you know, it's hard to teach that, but uh, I'll tell you, homebrewing did everything for me. Really? You go to Siebel. And uh, that doesn't guarantee you're going to make good beer, right? Yeah, that I means mean, you can probably produce get there, beer. But as far as making a good recipe, you know, sure. developing a recipe is not going to. You can get really technical about this stuff. I, I don't. I, I brew from, you know, from my experience and from the heart. That's for everything that I do comes from. That's why JP loves you. Yeah. <laughs> he likes that philosophy. Yeah. Jesus. Hey, I've got a caller on the line who wants to talk to you, John. Uh, okay. He says he's a friend of yours, but you never know with this guy. Uh-oh. It's uh, Mr. Sean O'Sullivan from the 21st Amendment. Hey, Sully, what's happening? Hey, hey, Sean. Hey, guys, how's it going? What's going on? Sean, where's my I, beer? I, I just thought I would... <laughs> I never got that T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I was going to actually uh, call you up one, but uh, it, it got away from me. and I. Uh, and well, that's I, all right. Sean, I wanted to just reinforce the... Uh, the notion you have uh, of me that I never work. Uh, I'm actually calling you from a 747 right now, somewhere over Greenland on the way to Oktoberfest. Uh, <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> I want you to know that I'm not in the brewery today. I know you sometimes call me there, and I'm not there, but I'm definitely not there today. <laughs> yeah. You're, are you really on a plane? I'm on a plane. I'm on a Lufthansa jet. Uh, me and my buddy have been chugging down war steiners. It's been awesome. Oh, man. You're that guy right You're now. You're going to Oktoberfest? Yeah. Going Oktoberfest. Are you going to Bamberg? You still got, you still got, uh, you, you, yeah, I'm going to Bamberg, Oktoberfest, uh, actually going to Prague for a couple days before we head over there. But, uh, John, I think there are direct uh, flights from Newport to, uh, <laughs> to Munich, so I think you probably get on that. 
There you go. I gotta change my lifestyle, man. Yeah, you're doing something wrong, John. <laughs> yeah. You're sitting on the phone with us. Yeah. Hey, Sully. Hey, it sucks, man. Sully. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you brewed? When was the last time you worked six days in a row in the brewery, like making beer? <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> I actually brewed for the first time in a while. I brewed a wet hot beer. My first wet hot beer. Uh, I've ever brewed, uh, used 50 pounds of Chinook hops. It was awesome. It was a, it was a, it was a good time and, uh, Great. thank you, sir. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, smelled up the entire brewery. We're looking forward to Brian Hunt actually was, uh, very helpful on that. So I'm looking oh, forward to it. So yes, yeah. I have been in the brewery to answer your question. <laughs> I know, Brian. That wasn't really the question, but I'll let you go. The, the awesome part is that we've had Sully on hold for five minutes, and, this and he's probably costing him an arm and a leg. It cost me a hundred no. Yeah. Ten bucks a minute. You know, I'm just trying to say, I'm just trying to give you entertainment here, guys. That's all I'm trying to do. And we appreciate it. You know, Sully, you're always entertainment. <laughs> Sully, right now, Sully is that loud American on the airplane yeah. on his way to Germany. You know, he's probably up in first class, and who cares? <laughs> No, no, no. Your coach I'm not in first class. I'm definitely not in first class. Uh, hey, how but, are the? Uh, I urge all your I urge all your German and your 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 Czech Republic listeners to to meet me in the uh, in the in the uh, beer in the tent, tent in, the uh, in Munich, and uh, we'll we'll toss back a couple. Did you bring your later host? And I will be seeing young Daniela, as a matter of fact, as well. Ah, oh, well, wonderful, young Daniela. Young Daniela. Uh, did you, you brought? Well, everybody's younger than me. Remember that? That's true. <laughs> you brought your later hose, and I assume. I'm wearing them right now, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great time, All right, man. guys. Sully, have yourself a good time. Be careful. You know, uh, don't wear I will, yourself. my friend. And good to, uh, John, good talking to you. Hey, great talking to you, Sean. Take care. Give me a T-shirt. Care, <laughs> I need that Oktoberfest T-shirt. I will. The official one. The you official one. I'll, I'll pay you back. <laughs> yeah, I'd love okay. that. You, know, the, you got the, it. The official, the official logo uh, T-shirt that they have. There you go. Or, or a coffee yeah, we'll do that in there, whatever you do. And I'll send you, I'll send, I'll send yeah, you one of my T-shirts to the T1A as well. <laughs> I appreciate it. And an ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Later, Sully. Have fun at Schwanker. All right, brother. Awesome. Right. Take care. Uh, 30,000 feet, Sully, sounds the same as uh, as sea level, Sully. That's true. Sea <laughs> yeah, level, Sully. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, he's a good guy. That's good to hear from him. Yeah. We're not going to hear from him for days now. He's going to be in uh, a little bit of paradise, it, it sounds like. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> John still hasn't got his T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he came up to the Oregon Brewers Fest and had a, a watermelon wheat T-shirt. and I never got it. So. What a jerk. You know, actually, I never got one of those on. <laughs> got one of the cans, but that's... <laughs> yeah. Well, that was nice of him. Was it a full can or an empty can? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, so, uh, speaking of Brian Hunt, um, so I saw him the other night, too. Saw him on my birthday. He was hanging out at the Toronado. He had his wet hop beer there. Interesting thing about this beer, there were no kettle hop additions. Zero zilch nada. You tell me about that. He oh. only dry hop, or, uh, yeah, dry hop the hell out of it with, with wet hops. Um, but no kettle additions. Maybe some in the mash, too, I would imagine, for bitterness? Uh, maybe. He didn't say it. That's weird, man. Isn't it weird? Wow, <laughs> it, but you know what? For John to say that's weird, that's weird. But I, I wouldn't have guessed it. I had the beer, and yeah. it had it had a noticeable bitterness. It wasn't, uh, I mean, obviously it was no IPA, but uh, yeah. it did not taste like a sweet beer. It was good. Wow. 
And then, you know, Brian being kind of the kooky guy that he is, yeah. this is what I love about this guy. He's a cool dude. But he, yeah. he says, he tells me, I want you to drink a pint of it. And then I want you to email me what you feel like afterward because, <laughs> because he said, cause he added so many of the wet hops that he's convinced that something being, came through. Well, since it's the cousin, you know, he, yeah. he wanted to know if I got a little buzz or something out of it. So, uh, problem was I got real drunk that night, so I can't, I have to do it again. I gotta do the experiment again. <laughs> so, Bummer. Yeah. Don't tell the government. <laughs> right, right. But isn't that weird? No yeah, hops in yeah. the kettle at all. And, uh, and it was good. It's good beer. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a Brianism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's another. I like that death and taxes. That's a great beer. Oh, yeah. It is. That's a real, a big, uh, lots of flavor in that one. That's, uh, that's a nice I went to the brewery once. With uh, Vinny, and uh, I was amazed out there in the vineyards. Yeah. yeah, he's always trying to get people up to help him pick his hops. He's always like, "Yeah, come on out and harvest with us. <laughs> It'd be a great time. Get out of here, buddy. Yeah. What are you nuts? Yeah, <laughs> really. I got a ladder for you. Yeah. I have two vines at my house, and Chad and I did a wet hop a couple weeks ago, and I hated that. I mean, I got 12 ounces of wet hops, and it was a pain in the ass for me. I wanted to quit, yeah. like, two minutes into it. No, forget that. Yeah, you're yeah, kind of lazy, though. No, I'm super lazy. <laughs> <laughs> right, we got another caller on the air wants to ask you a question here. Uh, it sounds like we got pushy jacked. Pushy, what's happening? Hey, what's up? First of all, JP, what is wrong with you? What do you mean? What's, what's, I don't know. That's what's, a broad question, yeah. man. How much, how much time do you have? <laughs> Eight ounces is too much for you to lift? You can't, you yeah. can't throw that in? I didn't say it was too heavy. <laughs> Douche. I said it was too hard, and it hey, took it's too long. Okay? Is that douchey, Jack? I didn't want to stand in the sun and pick hops. I'm what's, sorry. What's, yeah. up with Doc? what's up with Doc taking shots at me? Douchey, Jack? <laughs> douchey, Jack. I'm, I'm changing my name right now. Uh, all right. Go ahead, please. John. Please. Yeah. Thank you for Hi. coming on, first of all. Oh. Well. That's awesome. This is Pushy Jack, former Falcon. Oh, That's hey. not true. Current Falcon. Oh, there you go. Oh, great. You gotta pay your dues to be current. Nah. That's not what I hear. Yeah, my I, dues are up to. Sp- hey, my dues are totally paid up. Yeah, but I heard you turned your back on the Falcons. Oh. No, actually, let me tell you something. Uh-huh. Drew and I have been working on something for a couple of, actually, for a couple of months as a new member welcome packet to kind of rectify the things that I thought were lacking in the club. I see. Yeah, he told us that. Yeah. So is that why you left? So you can come back and test out the new welcome packet, or what? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'd never left. I never left, but I, I definitely was looking for more involvement in a club, and and I found that, and I want to bring it back to the Falcons. Okay. All right. I got to let Mr. Meyer go eventually. So what? All right. Your, here we go. Yeah. John, dead guy was. It was like one of my first and favorite microbrews, and then I went to the Southern California Renaissance Fair and got introduced to Shakespeare Stout. All right. So I want to be the first to ask you if you consider. Posting a homebrew recipe to Shakespeare Stout because that is one of the all-time best stouts I've ever had. Sure. So you, yeah, you'll give us the recipe. You hook us up, yeah, put it in the forum. Yeah, no, we're open to that. I've I've given out a lot of recipes. So. Great. Just you probably want to lose your job over it, yep. probably, right? <laughs> Just uh, email it to JP. It. We could we'll put it up. That'd be cool. That's my I'll one request. I'll just give you percentages. Well, that's fine. Then you That'll work. It yeah, we can gravity. do that. We need some percentages. <laughs> you got to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Did a little like work for it. Yeah. Come on. 
Yeah. John, John and JP, you're like two peas in a pod. You're like, uh, yeah, as long as I don't have to do anything. Yeah, you, you do it. <laughs> I'll help you. I'm pretty sure that John will actually touch a wet hop, though. Yeah. I don't think JP will. I'll drive you there. I'm just going to wait in the car. <laughs> Eight <laughs> ounces of what? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, Are you, are you cool. done yet, Push? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, John. Thank you. Hey, thank, thank you a lot, you. man. Bye, Push. Bye, Bye. Bye, bye douche. Ah, <laughs> I love Push. He's so like I love him too. Super friendly, yeah. and he's like, "So, John," and John's like, "Yeah," <laughs> <laughs> like kind of didn't know where you know, like what's gonna happen right now. Yeah, and he does come off as kind of psychotic. <laughs> I have a couple more questions in oh, front of on. me uh, from our listeners for you. Um, I don't know. This is a weird question, JP. This house flavor, house flavor one. Yeah, I know, but the guy keeps asking me and asking me and asking me. So, all right, I gotta ask it then of you, John, and you do with it. Do with it what you will. Uh, some he, he, the question is: uh, some people say Rogue has a house flavor. What do you think about that? Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's very distinct. It's uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's definitely from the East culture. Okay, well, I mean, uh, don't most breweries have that though? I oh. Mean, uh, I would say Sierra Nevada's definitely got a house. Yeah, character, yeah, you, yeah. You think? I would I mean, agree. You can use Cascade hops and not get the same flavors they do. Yeah, uh, good point. Uh, I used to give my yeast to uh, my buddy Glenn at the Wild Duck, and he made a great uh, beer called Glenn's Dust Bitter, and they had the, the aroma. You know, he had a house character, but he had the character that we had also uh, okay. in the yeast. Yeah, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's definitely, you take a little sniff and you know what it is. You know? Yeah, you know where it came from. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, th- that's a good, I think uh, every brewery should have some sort of a, I think the shoes probably has one. You know. Oh, I would say so, yeah. Definitely a house character. That, that's got to be from the East. They're pretty distinct. Yeah. Sometimes you'll get it from, a, I think, you know, your water or maybe even some of the equipment you're using. Mm-hmm. The yeah, dirty man, equipment. You, you got some copper vessels or some copper in the. No, it's, everything's different. Yeah, you can give the recipe to a hundred people, and you're not going to get the same beer. Yeah. Well, I think that it's a, also a plus if you have a house flavor, like you're saying, John. You know, you recognize it. So, uh, yeah. I think that's good actually for people who are fans of of your beer yeah. that they get yeah. that. You know. Um. All right, what else do I have here? A couple more questions. Someone says you guys have an internal homebrew competition at Rogue. And, well, and he not says that, really. They had one for a while, but we've been going under some changes with these festivals now. The main one is the uh, Brewers Memorial Ale Festival. Uh, that is in the spring. Okay. It's in May. The first one was last year. It's a dog-friendly event, and... We didn't have a home brewing competition. The chamber ran it previous to that. They they ran it into the ground. So, oh. and they did have a home brewing competition, but uh, I don't know if we're going to bring that back or not. Okay, because uh, they yeah. thought that maybe some of your production beers used to come out of that home brew competition. Well, some were from home brewers. Uh, one, uh, a good friend of mine, Chris Dudak, one of the great home brewers anywhere, who lives in Eugene, uh-huh. one of the Cascade Brewers. He. Uh, we developed the hazelnut brown. That was one he, he brewed for the uh, Nationals in Portland. When was that in the nineties or early? I can't remember. Okay. Um, Michael Jackson was there. Uh, and then the Imperial Stop that we make, he uh, he had uh, a version he called Tar Baby, 
and it was based on a two and a half gallon recipe that I made. Tar baby. Yeah, <laughs> pretty fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pitcher. <laughs> yeah. okay. He had a picture of a Russian with a hat on it with a gun pointed at his head. You know. Oh, man. <laughs> I wanted to put it on a T-shirt, but Jack wouldn't go for it. So. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> I would have bought that in a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, that, those are two uh, home, homebrew recipes. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a couple of your recipes do come out of that kind of uh, interaction. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. In fact, uh, what I do is when I find a new hop, I'll, I'll vacuum pack it and I'll send it to uh, my friends in Eugene. Okay. And have them brew with it. So I said, well, I, I really want to know what this hop tastes like or what the, the characteristics are. And, and that really helps me out. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I've done it with Summits and the German Sapphires and uh, a new one called Bravo. Did they had a tasting in, in your area about the Bravo hop, I heard. Did, did we uh, go to uh, that one? Uh, chat? It was in the Bay Area. It was in San Francisco, I think. Uh, Stein, it's an SS Steiner hop, high alpha hop. A real nice. We put it in the latest version of Glenn. And, uh, but they did a taste hop down there. Some A bunch of breweries. Or, yeah, I think we did go to that, as a matter of fact. Yeah, Bravo. Yeah. Was it Drake's Bravo? Was this year, Shat? Yeah, it was. In fact, yeah. that's so. The Summit one was last year that we did, and you're right. And the Bravo was this year. That's what we went to this year. Yeah, um, that is yeah, an interesting I like, hop. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. it. Worked out great in the Glen because the Glen's got that Golden Promise, just the the base malt. Yeah. Oh, good. And man, that is a fantastic. The Simpsons. I don't know how the Thomas Fawcett is, but the Simpsons uh, Golden Promise is absolutely outstanding. Okay. Got a really unique character, real kind of earthy. And That's a real nice base malt. If you can oh, get it wonderful. and uh, design a beer yeah. around it, it's awesome. We brought in these 2,000 pound sacks to, to make that. 2,000 pound sacks? Yeah. Wow. That's a they big kind of sack. To work with. We just lifted them above the grain hopper and we got a little uh, utility knife and split the. It was a, a like a mesh bag, and we just put a little hole in it and regulated the flow that way. That's yeah, an avalanche. <laughs> no, we didn't want her to cut loose, man. <laughs> yeah, you could lose a brewer in that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a that's yeah. a huge bag. But we get to use a lot of these exotic ingredients uh, without question, as long as you know we cost it out. So that, that's the great thing about. Well, it's uh, not up to you, is it? Let the bean counters deal with that. No, yeah. I, I just tell them what it what it costs. That's really great. Now, do you yeah. you consider yourself lucky in your position? Because I don't think every brewer gets to do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah very lucky. Yeah. They, they encourage creativity. That's really great, yeah. but, and I think it works with the brand, you know, because yeah. people know they're going to get different stuff out of you. Yeah, yeah, it keeps us going. I mean, if I was just brewing you know, the dead guy twenty four seven, I'd shoot, kill yourself, shoot yourself, and be asleep two hours into the shift. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like listening. Be like listening to this program week after week. Yeah. So, how many brewers do you have working there? Well, we're down to three, but I'll tell you. Uh, That's why you work in six days. Yeah, but right now the Germans are on site installing a hundred barrel system, brand new. You're gonna need some more brewers. Well, no, uh, I think it's got enough automation, but it's not a lazy boy operation. You know, where you sit down okay. with a mouse, moving, it, you know, watching a monitor. Yeah. Yeah. So I think three brewers can do. We we can keep up for a while. Is this Hopefully six brews a day? We can do. So. Wow, six a day. Yeah, once it's dialed in. Yeah, and that uh, if you had a pre-run tank, which is a, a pre-run tank, is where after you mash in and or you're in your lotter and you got to run it off somewhere before you go to the kettle, you can do like ten or twelve. But 
we don't have that right now. Okay. Now, but, uh, is is this new brewery uh, in addition to, or are you going to keep the one you have, or are you just no, replacing it? No, we're going to decommission the other yeah. one, sell it, uh, yank it up, put some more tanks in. But uh, okay. this new one here is uh, really excited about it. The other one is just about ready to... It's falling apart. Oh. I mean, it's nice, but it needs to be. You've worked it into the ground. Rebuilt. Yeah, we have. We we worked it really hard. We're doing like twenty eight, thirty brews a week. So, what do you think, Doc? I see a new brew house in your Ooh, future. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, twenty five hire... barrel. It, it's, a, it's got an internal calandria and boiling. I might have to hire a couple of brewers to help me. Yeah, yeah. well, Shat's been working All on manual. it. Manual. That's All good. Manual. It works for me. Ah. Well, it's a workhorse, but it, it'll wear you out too. Yeah, so, but Doc, you're but just it, a little guy. <laughs> yeah. I got ladders. I like the internal calandria. Ladders. First one I I learned that from Amagang. It's in our video if you guys want to see that. Uh, oh. Randy taught me what an internal calandria was. It's my yeah. favorite brewing term. Sounds like a female thing. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, believe me, I couldn't find the internal calandria in the brew house either. <laughs> You've got the internal calandria. Uh, we can fix that. Hey, wasn't uh, a friend of our sh- uh, friend of the shows, uh, the great Denny Khan? Uh, oh yeah, you do his rye IPA. Yeah, we did it uh, for the OBF because uh, when's that big brew off? Is that in May? When is that day? That's a big homebrew day. Yeah, I think is it is May? in May. Yeah, I went out. Uh, he lives out in the sticks, and uh, went out of course there he does. And, uh, He's like Denny Khan. Ten or twelve brewers out there brewing up a storm in the. He had this rye IPA, and I said, God, this is great, man. And so, yeah, he gave me the recipe, and we just bumped it up and threw the OBF and, you know, release some kegs. And cool. Yeah, it was a nice beer. It's a popular recipe. Homebrewers pass that around yeah. like it's gold. Yeah, he, he's got real, real nice guy. Yeah. Uh, what are we drinking right now? We pull out his barley wine, huh? No, oh, hang on, Jimmy. Let me turn your mic on. There you go. Uh, I think it's Imperial Stout. Yep. Oh, I mean, I know Stout. it's not a barley wine, but... Oh, yeah. It's this small bottle, unfiltered and unfined Imperial Stout. I think it's a 97. Ooh, I haven't had one that old in a while. I wonder how that's holding up. It's probably getting pretty... Uh... 26 Play-Doh. Yeah, it's a 97, it says. 26 yeah. Play-Doh, 87 and a half IBUs. It smells great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still really nice and chocolate at the end. Yeah. Hmm. Where'd... Yeah, I have one of those. That's good stuff. Now, I think I have one more. I'll send it up to you if you want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I think I might have some in the cellar here. Just... Yeah, I was going to say, you must have quite a there. cellar, huh? You know, just... Well, I hate to tell you that I've said i got a wine cellar. <laughs> <laughs> but the beers, I have a few beers in here, but uh, I like to keep the beers down in the big walk-in cooler at the brewery. Okay. But you, you must is have... Is that safe? What was that? Is, yeah. Are they under lock and key? Is that safe? They don't have, like, legs? <laughs> yeah, I'll have a rack, and if I put my name on there, it says, John, hands off. People tend to yeah. leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you must have, I mean, from, from the years that you've been brewing there now, you you must have yeah. quite a, a, a selection. Yeah, I do, and I also have a bunch of uh, last and smoke porter, and uh, back from the days when we did 12 ounce. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got some old Christine bunch of stuff. You know. uh, brew ten thousand. I was really proud of that one. I don't know if you ever got a hold of that. No, I didn't. We did, we've done. Uh, we're on eleven thousand brews right now. So. Wow, that's a lot of brewing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm at like eight. <laughs> <laughs> but how many good ones? Yeah, we all started at eight. <laughs> yeah, we're moving. Yeah. Up. <laughs> um, I got a 
Yes, I got somebody on the phone. Another, I got a hop question caller oh. for you, John. Hang on hey. here. Let's go to uh, Kurt. Kurt, what's happening? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going well. You got a question for John? Yeah, quick question there about uh, using hops in your beer. Like, how do you keep your hop character to remain in the beer, like mainly your aroma and flavor? Do you just use a lot of additions in a late kettle, or is it uh, like mash hopping, dry hopping, or a combination of all three? So we use, uh, we have a hop pack, and I, I, I've always used quite a bit of finishing hops. And we use all pellets, that's all we use, and I find that pellets tend to be more consistent. You know. Okay. And yeah, but we use a lot of finishing hops in a brutal bitter. We add some right at the end of the boil, a big load, and then a bunch in the hop pack. It's a big load. Big load. <laughs> yeah, big load, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John, it happens so every... Brutal Bitter has 132 pounds of Oregon-grown crystal hops in a 45-barrel batch. Wow. They're, they're low alpha, but they're, that's one of my favorite hops. So are you, you know, when you say late edition, is that a one-minute edition for you, or... Uh... Uh, we do like 10 minutes before the end. Okay. A lot of them are just uh, uh, start at the boil... 60 minutes, and then we do a 90-minute boil and hop back. So for a home brewer in your kettle, you know, do a little uh, whirlpool effect there and then throw your aroma hops in. Throw them right there. Okay. Yeah, that works fine. Does that work for you, Kurt? Yeah, that works. Yeah, I didn't know whether uh, doing like a one-minute addition or throwing it in right when you pull it off the boil and then letting it sit for a while would generate any more character or cooling it right away. I'm not sure, but... Probably, uh, if I was trying to go for a rum, I, I would add the hops beat, uh, as late as possible in your whirlpool or before you, you pull it off to chill it to your work chiller or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Jamil always tells me the same thing. Basically, at flame out, do the whirlpool, yeah. throw the hops in. Yeah. So, where are you calling from today, Kurt? From, uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Edmonton, huh? All right. Kurt was the one with with the house flavor question. Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't <laughs> such a weird question after all. It's a weird question. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Say A. <laughs> it's only no matter. Problem. Hey, is hey, it no is problem. it uh, getting real cold up there for you yet, or what? Uh, it's not bad actually. It's uh, it's about ten. Ten. ten Celsius. Ten. What's that ten in American? Two. I don't even know. I don't know either. You guys are on the old system there. <laughs> the old system. I love it. Yeah, we're still on the TARD system. <laughs> All right, Kurt, thanks for the call. Cool. Thanks, guys. Nice right. talking to you. Cheers. Thanks. All right. There you go, Kurt from Canada. You never know who you're going to get here. Um, <clears throat> let's see. A couple more questions. I got a question about your Rogue, uh, the Saint Rogue Red. And someone wants to know if you've added more dry hops to it lately. Well, we do. You do, huh? Well, let's see. Now in the in the bottle, we do. It's just dry hop. They used to be just regular. Uh, so we do a bulk process where we dry hop in the tank and then it's filtered out. Uh, we don't add any more than we used to. We used to uh, when, when we had kegs with a bung, we would dry hop in the keg. Mm. And now we use all straight side tanky, so we do a bulk dry hop, which is a pound per barrel. And then uh, we filtered out. So is that a new thing? Uh, uh, fairly new, probably the last year. And then we have the Sanitz Private Reserve, which is the same malt base as St. Rogue Red, but it's the hopping rate's uh, uh, double. Double. 
So wow. if you see that on the shelf, it's, it's pretty tasty. All right. Well, yeah, and that Oxy beer that has forty percent crystal malts in it of all forty like percent. That's crazy. Fifth, uh, C fifteen forty seventy five. Yeah, in Munich. So, what do you think about that? The sweetness that other brewers worry about with that much crystal. You just find that uh, you're, you don't that, have it. That's where. Now, well, I I I actually enjoy that, but uh, I like to balance it out with a lot of hops, and that's what we do. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess uh, that may, I mean, if you're doing that hops, much, then. yeah, if you're doing that much dry hopping, right? <laughs> Go for it. Dry hopping in that we use Chinook uh, is bittering. Okay. That's a great hop for uh, that style, I think. Chinook is one of those old, reliable, great hops, you know. Okay. High alpha. Uh, JP, is this smoked porter question from you, or from a? It's from a listener, huh? Hey, someone says, John, that they think the Alaskan smoked porter recipe is yours. Is that true? Well. The, it is, but uh, I, I was up there, and that was crazy because I, I brewed full time, and then on, my, on the weekends I would homebrew. So I I had this uh, robust porter recipe, and Jeff Larson tasted it. He said, "God, this is great! You know, I really like this. Why don't we take some of the malt out, which ha- happened to be the Munich that's in there, and go across the street and have it smoked at the, the smoked salmon?" Uh, place there and uh so uh, that's how it started okay they did a it's a collab it's a collaboration between jeff and myself okay yeah then it turned into an american classic pretty much no it's really it was a great idea it's a real simple recipe i can't tell you that but (laughs) what it is damn it uh, yeah some of the best beers are real simple and that's one of them yeah okay it's uh they did a flight of them last year at gabf so yeah. I think they went back like five years or so. Yeah. So you, and it was great. I mean, so many good beers in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah every year when they come out with the six barrels, which is the five point one six gallon Sankey keg, I can get them down here. I buy one, put it on tap, and drink it. So you yeah. know when it comes out, <laughs> probably this fall, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah Go so. get it. Are you going to GABF this year? Well, we're installing a new uh, brew house, and the timing couldn't be worse. The Germans are here until like the uh, the first week in October, and yeah. know, we got to start working on it. Thus, Germans can't leave them yeah. alone for a second. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone wants to know why Rogue left Ashland. Well, I got flooded out. Oh, that's a good the, the reason. The culvert uh, broke in the the creek, and then it, it it got flooded out. Literally, it was just flooding. Why? It's a basement kind of an operation. Okay, uh, and it got flooded out. And the the old manager that used to uh, run it, he he bought the place, and it's called uh, Siskiyou uh, Pub now. Okay, Ashland's a beautiful old town. If you ever get a chance to get up there, there's a bunch of nice towns up in Oregon. That's a good place yeah. to be. You're a lucky guy. Like, it's right across the border. So. I think I'm gonna. I think now that I'm 30, I'm gonna retire and move to Oregon. Yeah, I get some 30? flannel and move up there. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I've worked enough. Yeah, you're gonna retire. I'm going to retire. I'm going to start um, a brewing professionally when I was 34. So. Is that right? <laughs> See, so you pretty much retired. Yeah. <laughs> no, 30, no, 32, yeah. Okay. He retired down to six days yeah. a week. Yeah, I look, mean, look. Look I at Sully. He's retired. I couldn't possibly make less money, so fuck it. I'm out of here. In fact, I'm starting right now. John, thanks. And uh, <laughs> We're retired. It's a retirement show. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a, well, now that you're not going, did you guys send beer to GABF? I had some questions about it from listeners. That's oh, yeah. Uh, oh, we. Uh, by the way, we did send the latest version of Glenn with the Bravo hops. So make sure you try that. Oh, great! 
That yeah. sounds good. We will try that. We're pouring out. I guess they're doing a toast to Michael Jackson there, so someone wanted to know uh, if you guys were participating in that. But if you oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Sebby Bueller is one of our reps. I don't know if you know Sebby Bueller. But, uh, Bueller? Bueller? Yeah, you, you would know her, Sebby. She lives on the East Coast. I don't. I don't. Maybe JP knows her. Yeah, know. yeah, I know. Yeah. You, you've seen yeah. her. She she runs the Rogue booth at, at like oh, all the functions. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, she's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Somebody yeah. knows her. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be doing something there. Oh, very cool. Okay, and let's see. I think that's it. And I, I know we've kept you for a while, John. I appreciate it. Uh, that was questions from our listeners. I think we got them all covered there. But you're gonna get hounded for the recipe, so yeah, know, we gotta get. Yeah, more send me an email. You gotta remind me. I just get. Yeah, no worries. I'll write no it problem. Down. I have Stacy do it to my wife because I'm not real computer savvy. It takes I, I'm index finger type, you know. <laughs> John's on a rotary phone right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a crank phone. Oh, actually, he's on a pay phone. He'd stick a, dime, a quarter dime, whatever in there. Yeah, uh, I got to send him a bunch of quarters. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. I do have a cell phone, but it's the company one. Oh. So I just want to know where the on-off is because the camera and all that crap. I don't know how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, me neither, man. I don't blame you. Hey, what's this one before he goes real quick? Is this the uh, this the barley wine? Yeah, it's the 95 crusty. The old crusty, huh? Oh, that's in the 12-ounce uh, bottle, probably. Uh, this uh, is in a little guy. I think it's like guy. the 6-ounce. 7 like ounce. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's got to be getting real sherry-like and all. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's like a drinking a port. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's also um, it's pretty oxidized, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's we had sherry. to do that on a old Maheen machine, and back then it was not... That you know the best uh, bottler for O2 levels. So. Yeah, little, little oxygen in there. It's okay. Yeah. It looks great. I'll tell you that. It's got Smells a great. cool barley wine color. You know, that real kind of a deep and thick amber to it. No foam on the top whatsoever. Oh yeah. Yeah. All yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great beers, John, and hey, um, I, you know I really appreciate it. I hope I can come up and see you there sometime and, and get some more of these because we don't get all of them down here. Yeah, that's the place to be to get your beers, isn't it? JP's always trying to get me to go because he says he stops in on you the night before. Yeah, we could. uh, We got the bed and beer here. It's above our pub on the Bayfront. We have two pubs in Newport, and uh, JP's stayed up there all quite often. Yeah, every every time I love it there. It's it's so awesome. You just. Yeah, on the company dime, man. Of course, oh, great. Yeah, so they go. <laughs> Olin goes. Uh, well, you know, you could probably make it to Portland in a day. And I go, yeah, but you know, I got to be real fresh. And you know, and you got to. St- it's a twelve-hour drive, so yeah. I go in and I stop in and I say hi to John and and you know, re- recharge myself so I can really really sell stuff. And, oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, it's you know, great. He loads his van up of uh, equipment that I ordered, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we do some horse trading. So. <laughs> hey, why not? That's a good deal. In the bartering. <laughs> bartering yeah. is good. Yes, it. it is. Yeah. So, JP, I got an order coming through. I'll, I'll get a hold of you here next week. Hey, you know where to get me, man. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Cool, John. Again, I really appreciate it. Thanks very much. Hey, well, thanks for having me. I yeah. uh, had a great time. Okay, good. I'm glad you I did. I have dinner now. Yeah, go nice. just, <laughs> No <laughs> liquid diet for you. Have dinner and sleep. Huh? I'm changing to uh, uh, Zimmendel now. So. Ah, there you go. You, <laughs> you better cut me off the air. <laughs> we better. Now you're turning into a pussy. <laughs> oh come on! Not with a Zinfandel. It's not a white Zinfandel. Yeah, I guess no. This is a fifteen point five alcohol uh, Sagazia Old Vine two thousand five yeah. Zinfandel. Ah, I take it back. Nice and pepper. Right. You gonna have like, some spaghetti with it? Yeah. 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 No, we're gonna have king crab. Oh wow! All I'm right. Do the, you know. I can't. Right, man. I can't keep you from that. Thanks again, John. I really appreciate yeah. it. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Cheers. Bye.
All right, there you go. Uh, the great John Meyer. Um, That's good. His new album's out. <laughs> <laughs> That's John you know, Meyer. It's awesome beer from Rogue. Awesome, you know, guitar. Yeah. He doesn't sound the same on the album as he does on the show. I think, I think, he, I think he's a good producer. <laughs> yeah, he must have a really good producer. Shaq, can you make me sound real good uh, at, during one of these shows? Absolutely. The only thing Shaq can do is fall asleep. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Doc told me the other night, Shaq, Shut up, he Shaq. likes having you as the producer. That's I don't agree, thing. but he said it's... <laughs> he's, That's kudos to me. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I have Thanks, a little Doc. bit of weight around here. Hey, we got Even 20, I'm a little too. guy. You're we got man. 22 ounces of barley wine to drink if you want. You think? 22 the, the, ounces? The old crusty barley wine. Oh, the 06? The 06, yeah. John's a cool guy, huh? He's great. He's, He's funny. Great. He's really, really just kind of... Laid back. Yeah, just takes his time. He wants to answer every question, right? Yeah. Just kind of... Oh, doesn't out. he distill? Oh, oh get into the rogue, that. Rogue, rogue does. The rogue he does. And, oh, okay. He does, yeah. okay. Yeah, I've got some at home. But yeah. I can give you John's answer to that. I don't know. That's, a that's what they do. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, How awesome exactly, is that? Yeah. I just brew. I mean, it's great to hear from like a small company, you know, like Sully. Not like 2NA is like super small, but in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. It's not, you know, the giant, most giant company. And then here's Rogue, which, you know, every home brewer knows pretty much. And he's like, uh, it's a marketing thing. I, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I just, uh. Oh, well, I got my friends that live in Portland. I was up visiting them and they took me to. A couple blocks away, there's a brew pub down there. Now it's a rogue place, they tell me. It's uh, one of their favorite places. So uh, I had them get me a couple of their distilled things and send it down to me. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, you're into that. In fact, I, I called you guys on that one show from oh, yeah? from that uh, <laughs> brew pub. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, you mentioned the distilled stuff. Like I was uh, talking when they first rolled out with it. I said, so how do you like that rum? He goes, ah, I don't really like it. Um, <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> All right, but they got a, I guess they got a new guy in there, and it's doing real well. So uh, it's winning a bunch of awards. But it was just weird, you know. It's like here, I thought he'd be all behind. It. Eh, I don't really care for it. It's great. Honesty's awesome. Yeah, I like that. See, that's the coolest thing about guys like that is you want to hear the real deal. You don't want to hear the marketing pitch. At least I don't. So I like it when they tell it like it is. All right, when we come back, uh, I got to take a break. I got to pee, guys. That was a long segment, huh? Everyone's me like, too, me Everyone's too. squirming in their seats oh, yeah. here. We're going to talk about Shat's uh, kegerator uh, that he just built in the backyard and a uh, whole fiasco there. And what we'll do is we'll have Doc kind of talk about how it's done, too, although you've, and not done. Although you've seen it up on the website now for the last year. You know I can't shit about it. Oh, uh, I do, too. And, you know, it's, uh, what the hell? <laughs> I just don't even answer anymore. I'm like, what do you want from me? Doc's a busy dude. I can't. Actually, um, since winter's coming up and it's getting uh, cold out, I've got a new kind of segment that I I do want to put out there. Okay. So a new uh, gadget. Yeah, it's actually for the uh, you know uh, the colder months. Yeah. And if you're still brewing in carboys and buckets, Uh, and you got to throw it out there into the cold garage or whatever. It's, it's a perfect thing. So I, I actually do have something coming up. Okay, cool. All right, I'm doing the pee-pee dance here. Uh, when we come back, uh, Kegerator info and any of your questions, 888-401-BEER. Join JP in the chat. Uh, we'll be right back, kids. Hang on. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network.
fix that door. You better get out of my general store. You sold me one, you can sell me one more. Well, I ain't gonna tell you no fear no more. the prices you get from the major homebrew shops but live on the wrong coast or if your local homebrew shop doesn't carry what you need or if you just want a shop where you are appreciated as a customer and treated like a friend head on over to the do-it-yourself brewing company at diybrewing.com the new local brew shop for you and your beers they have an extensive selection and are bringing new products in on a daily basis in fact 
If you need something they don't have, just let them know, and they'll get it for you as soon as humanly possible. Check out all their products, recipe kits, winemaking supplies, and specials at DIYbrewing.com. With everything from Ferminators, work chillers, to carboys, DIY Brewing either has what you need or can get it fast. At DIY, they're homebrewers helping homebrewers get what you need. Visit them in Rollinsworth, New Hampshire. Call 603-294-4520 and stop by DIYbrewing.com and get brewing. Do it yourself with a little help from DIY Brewing. Give booze a chance. Hey, one, two, one, two, three, four. Everyone is talking about light ale, brown ale, lagers, whether it's found out that Doc has his hands insured. Found that out at the, oh, yeah. at the break. You're such a diva, Doc. <laughs> oh, come on. If, if, if I can't work magic with these fuckers, <laughs> yeah. I am worth nothing. Yeah. So what's what the pot? If, if we... I don't know why you don't just... Why don't Lop we, off a finger? Yeah, man. Because what's your policy? What would you get if we busted up your I got a lot of policies hands? on me. Am I, am I dead or just disabled? Uh, let's go. I don't want you dead. Let's go disabled enough that you get paid, but you can still hang out. Like, let's say if your hands got busted up. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got a, a policy that if, if I get my hands busted up and I can't do dentistry anymore. Yeah. I can do everything else. I can be disabled, but I can do anything else. It's, it's, it's called own occupancy. Okay. I'll, 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 wait, uh, I'll, Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, it yeah. says I can't do dentistry anymore. And then, um, I don't know. It's like, 
seven eight thousand a month. Um, oh, that's not enough, is it? Yeah, but that's I can still can work, do other things. Oh, I see. Okay, it's just it, they won't take anything away because I'm earning something somewhere else. Okay, what if you can't work anymore? Period. You get a bunch of dough that way. Oh, that's the well. That's well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a different one. Like, let's say you're eating mashed bananas for the rest of your life. What happens? Yeah, that that's a that's a totally disabled. Which yeah. is, I mean, yeah. not like you care because at that point you. Have well, no I was idea just of, talking to, you know? to Schumann about uh, how when you get up there in the millions of dollars of being insured. Yeah, they send guys out to talk to you. Right. Uh, you got to take. You got to pee in a glass, of course. Yeah. Uh, you, they, How'd you pass that? Uh, <laughs> somebody else pee in a glass. Uh, that uh, you actually have to. Uh, they they do a psychology test. Yeah. And they talk to your neighbors. Okay. Oh, uh, they get, they get really into it. Do they go to the goat? They want to make sure that I'm not going to like get all this insurance and off myself. Thank you. Sure. Right. Yeah, that's a good idea. So I'm 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 worth more dead than alive. Than alive. Yes. Oh, does you your know wife what? know this? I worry about that with Karen. Yeah. Does your wife know this? <laughs> yeah. You know, if it was just me and her, maybe. But you know, she got the kids to think about. Yeah, she doesn't want them to be. Not enough money pays for a daddy. Exactly. <laughs> that's not true. It's our it's our our mob. Our I'd mob. sell mine for a couple hundred bucks. Hey, push eject. Call us back, please, if you would. I gotta talk to you. Uh, got a few I got, things to say. I gotta ask you something. So if you can, call us back. Uh, anybody else got any questions? We're gonna start talking about, uh, Shat's kegerator. So if you have any kegerator conversion questions, 888-401-BEER, or you can join JP in the chat room there. I also found out at the break that Shat wants an assistant producer. He wants <laughs> Schumann to be his assistant producer, which, uh, yeah, is really just like <laughs> someone to... The good thing is radio. Like, Shat, you don't do anything. What do you need an assistant for? Uh, someone to wake uh, me up when I fall asleep. That's a good point. You got me there. <laughs> I think we could hold off on the assistant producer. <laughs> Deal. Because really, when I sit and be a, just a giant douche, I could really go farther with that. And if I had, someone... I could take my doucheness <laughs> even farther. To the next you, level. And when you guys want a more beer, time to refine my palate. Uh, if you guys want a beer for the guest, I'm not being a douche at that point. I'm I working. can point to somebody else to get it. Right. Yeah. What, hey. did you, what did you say? Don't hate when I delegate. Is that what you said? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's wow. Right. Good. Go back to these. Yeah, I, I like that one. That's a that's a T-shirt for you right there, Shat. Speaking of Shat. We haven't done this in a while, and people keep asking me for the crazy bitch update. Oh, man. So are we going to end it? No, She's no. in jail. <laughs> really? She really is in jail, uh, She might she? be. I have no idea. <laughs> I think she went to court. So Keys he, were taken away. All right, here's the... Get a little bench warden problem. Here's the quick update. So you all know the story. If you don't know what we're talking about, you got to go back to the show after the anniversary show, and you'll find out part one of Shat's Crazy Bitch. Part two is basically uh, about another week or two after that, she showed up here. And I don't know if you guys remember, but I said I never want to see her. I like the mystique of not knowing right. if she exists, and I don't. And I also don't really want to know what she looks like. Because <laughs> yeah. she ended up in your bed, didn't she? Uh, no. But so she showed up here. I was working in the studio, and uh, the door was open and everything. I never knew. She just comes walking into the house. Uh, she, she had started texting Shat, like she always does. That's how these things start. She starts drunk texting. Um, and Shat tells her, um, no, I'm at the Giants game, so you can't come over. 
Really, he's just sitting on the couch watching the Giants game. <laughs> so she comes in and just walk. She doesn't listen to him. She just comes over anyway, doesn't believe him. Comes walking in the house. Shat says he's never jumped off the couch so fast to, like, catch her at the door before she could, before I see her. Are you story. You told me you had a giant game. <laughs> That's I not said I was giant. watching the giant. Crazy bitch ain't stupid. Crazy bitch come over your house. So... I, she's here you. for like an hour, and I don't even know. I didn't leave the studio the whole time, and she finally comes in and tells me, hey, she was just here, man. You missed it. So she comes over. She comes in. Yeah. She's hammered, as always. Uh, drove her hammered ass up here, as always. Turns out, she goes She goes in the chat's room. She sits down. She starts crying, right, and ends That's up saying. That's a buzzkill. Yeah, right? Ends you up. You got me off the couch watching a Giants game to come in here come and watch here you cry. cry. She starts crying. <laughs> Turns out. That a couple of days before, she got an accident DUI. So not just a DUI, she crashed into something. I think uh, something stationary because she didn't hurt anybody. Like a mailbox, uh, yeah, like a ping post. pong ball, yeah, like <coughs> other car, something. I wish it was a female box. Oh, so uh, literally, th- th- like two days earlier, she got this accident DUI. And now she's out drunk, and she drives up here to see Shat. They don't take your license away right away. You don't get thirty days. Yeah, you don't lose. Do you go to court? He's crying about all that. Stops crying. Nails Shat. <laughs> it's like it goes from like crying to nailing. And then, so I guess they're laying there afterward, basking in the afterglow. You're cu- no, it's cuddling. <laughs> and she goes, "This is great. This is why I love Shat." As she goes. uh so, you know, can you set your alarm for me? I gotta work tomorrow. And Shaq goes, Oh no, it's not like that. You gotta go. <laughs> so he tells her, he's like, you gotta get out of here. I'm tired and you gotta leave. So he makes her get up, put on her clothes. I don't even know if she put on her clothes. Barely. <laughs> and she leaves. That was it. She doesn't even say anything. But that's the last you've heard from her or what? That's it. Not that's even it. a text since then. See, so it's a nope. good thing both ways, you know? Yeah. Did it. She's out. And but she I might th- not come back. I bet she's in jail. I bet you're right. I maybe. Nah. Yeah. Or without no. license. Without license. Without license. For sure. Yeah. So she gets her drunk friend to drive her over. I bet it's not the last you'll oh. hear from her. You oh. mean a bonus? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, a oh. bonus. Two for one. Bring a friend. Whatever. <laughs> oh. It's a twofer. I'm working on that. <laughs> You better start texting, buddy. Start texting right now. Here, use my phone. I bet you get mail. No, don't use my phone. I bet you get mail from her from jail. You could have, like, two chicks crying on your bed. <laughs> That's Schumann's idea of a good time. Yeah. And I could book that being your uh, assistant. Yeah. 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 Shad will pick up the phone and hear this. You are receiving a call from an inmate. <laughs> Mojave <laughs> County Jail. From, Do you accept? Hello, Chad, you there? Who is an inmate at a California correctional facility. <laughs> Do you accept? Yeah. Yes or no? Oh, you'd have to accept it and hit the record button, man. Oh, yeah. So we had her one night. Um, we? Yeah. One <laughs> night. We, Doing this horse. It was, well, we're all out drinking and we're telling Shat, Shat, you got to get her to call you and leave a message so we can play it for the listeners. We want to hear a psycho message, right? So she ends up calling and just leaving a naughty message. Like basically she just took out a toy and sat there on the phone for two minutes going at it. And I'm, and I'm like, I can't play that on the air, man. Yes, That's you rid- can. <laughs> so she, we wanted her to call just kind of yelling and crazy. We were trying to get or her tell to. Him, t- t- I was wondering how much then. she wants to do chat. It was since then. 
Tell me how much heard anything. that you haven't heard for, since she left that yeah. message. You've not uh, heard a thing. As, as probably got a producer. new girlfriend. It was awful slammer. too. She just ended. Up, she just sounded like she was hyperventilating. That was. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. As assistant producer, good. I would recommend putting that on the show. I can't. I can't play that. <laughs> put a link, link in the forum. There are, there put are, put pe- it on a lunch meet show. People are concerned about our our. It has nothing to do with our beer. Loose cannonness. Has nothing to do with beer. Oh, here's this a good question. Yeah. So SoCal Surfer pretty much wants to know how do you feel with your germophobia having some weird Asian drunk whore in your in your house? Yeah, th- see, that's <laughs> walking around naked and <laughs> dripping with Chad. I don't go. I don't even go to that wing of the house. She comes. Oh, in, you have your own bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, my own thing. So she comes into the West Wing. Yeah, I'm in the West Wing. And uh, I don't. <laughs> I try to avoid the West Wing altogether. Do you guys shut the West Wing down? It's probably for the best. winter or what? Yeah. We shut it down. Yeah. Like yeah. if I have to, the laundry rooms in the West Wing. If I have to go, I bring a can of Lysol. I spray the air on my way through. <laughs> do you, Do you spray the ground when you walk on it? Spray <laughs> yeah. walk. Spray walk. Yeah, I have West Wing socks that I put on <laughs> that, that I, they only stay there. You get the like a, a, a what is a pot was just on fire constantly. You, you burn them before you go back in your room. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of long. I'm sorry, West Wing socks. Everyone All wants right. you to play the the thing. I don't have it. We didn't because I knew I couldn't play it. Yeah. Unless you still have it saved. I'm sure he has Lots it saved. Check. Are you kidding yeah. me? I. I can't play it. It's no, I can't. It's really not appropriate. I'm, I'm not saying you can play it. I'm saying he still has it. Yeah, he's probably. Have you listened? Have you uh, done your business over and over to again? It? No, no. JP would give it to him. He yeah. liked it a lot. JP was. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It was her first time. She was, you know, she's like, I, I've never really had a nice beat. You can done dance to it. <laughs> you know. She just sounded like she was hyperventilating, man. It, it wasn't even hot. I should go on Howard Stern and talk about this. They could do it there, not here. It's not appropriate. All right, okay. let's start talking kegerator. Uh, that's a nice segue. Yeah, I, I have a good uh, oh, yeah. kegerator question, too. Do you? You want to start with that, or shall we go into it? Go um, I can't, well, Branton wants to know if anyone has a good idea for getting rid of condensation in his uh, chest freezer. Yes, which is yes, yes. You know what? This is good because our chest freezer fills up with mold once a week. Because uh, it's outside, too. So how do you stop it? Um, I use a, a chemicals. There's a, a small thing called... a. Uh, what is it? Dry the air. Okay. Uh, it's a small. Dry the air. Dry the air. Arm it's, and it, hammer. It, it's a small, uh, uh, black plastic thing. You can put, uh, chemicals in the top. Uh-huh. And it just, it's got a catch basin on the bottom. Okay. And you, you gotta change it about once a month. The chemicals will actually, you know, run dry and you put more, more of the, uh, chemicals in the top, the drying agent. But it, it takes all that moisture out of there and you gotta, you gotta empty the, the trap on the bottom depending on how much moisture's in the air. Okay. I have the same problem. I gotta throw a towel in the bottom if I don't put it in there. Where do you get this stuff? Uh, most hardware stores will have it. Dry the air. Dry the air. And, uh, you can get, uh, the, the little packets of the chemicals that, that go in there. It almost looks like calcium chloride. It's white, like, crusty stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you, you can, it's pretty easy to change out. And it really does do a great job because all chest feeders will do that unless yeah. you have them on freeze. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, it's a big problem with chest freezer, and you get rust in there if you're not careful. Yeah, we have that too, but ours started with rust. So I had my alt beer uh, fermenting in there for about about six weeks. So by the time I pulled those two six carboys weeks. out of there, the outside of the carboys, literally furry. <laughs> the Slippery. whole outside was furry. 
Inside looked good. We'll see. I haven't tasted it yet, <laughs> but uh, furry from that thing. I mean, it's really. And we have we put baking soda in there now, but it, it and it works for about two weeks, and then uh, then it, all the baking soda is like clumpy and yeah, nice. yeah, that'll do the same thing. But uh, this stuff works really well. Okay. Good advice. Dries the air. Or uh, Damp Rid. Is someone, someone say the form. That's another yeah. brand. And B3, I think. You guys have the Damp Rid, I think. No. Are you sure? Uh, somebody told me that's where they get it. You don't. No. Someone's a liar. I mean, if you, if you oh. get a big, like, uh, walk-in type thing, uh, you can get this. You can get an electric thing that looks like a small you know, little box heater. Uh-huh. And that'll that'll take it out, too. Okay. But this stuff works chemically. Yeah. Sort of the other way. Uh, and it really does work in a small chest freezer. Okay. It works, works really well. We're going to have to go get that Otherwise, shit. Otherwise, it just puddles up in there. Yeah. And you're always, oh, God, wiping it up. And, and, it, and then you see the rust starting on the wall. Yep. Yep, yep. Okay. Well, so Shat goes out and buys himself uh, an upright freezer. You know, the uh, description you have on the website, Doc, is how to convert a regular refrigerator right. into your own kegerator. And this is the same principle. It's just it's you just happen to find a cheap upright freezer, right? Well, fr- right exactly. Freezers yeah. actually work better. Okay. That's what uh, I thought. For this. But a lot of the freezers have a couple of shelves that you can't move. Ah. And they actually have the Freon running in those shelves. So you got to make sure you get one of the uh, freezers, upright freezers, that doesn't, all the shelves are removable. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the top one, as long as you can get some kegs in on the bottom. Right. But a lot of them uh, have two or three shelves that, you know, run out into the space. They've got the Freon line that runs in it, and those are not movable shelves. Okay. So, that can be a big issue. Okay. So pay attention to that. But, Shat, you got one with removable shelves. Removable shelves. It's actually wire shelving, too, which yeah. is great, I think. Mm-hmm. Every time you open the door, you need to pump out that warm air. So the wire shelving is just perfect, so I can keep my bottles up top. Yeah, so. I did notice that he's, he's got enough room above uh, the corn. He's, he can keep bottles up above that. Yeah. So I am using the shelving that came with it. Okay. So you go out and you get the – what would you pick it up for? Eighty bucks. Okay. 80, it's probably about six, seven years old. Yeah. Frigidaire, twenty. Uh, you, you can get a, a new one for probably two fifty or right. two hundred bucks. This is in to. great shape, you know. It, so. I, it looks almost brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got he gets this thing, and uh, you got this uh, probably a week ago now, and um, at least because he borrowed all my tools last. Oh time. yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have done it without. To make it happen. So uh, the idea was we just really wanted to have a kegerator like uh, Doc's converted refrigerator home, so that we could have four or five beers on tap, and that's basically what you did. So why don't you talk just a little bit about what you had to do uh, to make it happen? Well, basically, I wanted to fit at least four kegs, so I took the shelving off the back of the door. You know, it, it kind of, it's a upright, as we said, so it kind of opens out. Yeah, it is. Uh, just rip the shelving out of that. Yeah, so which I is just that some plastic space. molded. It's just plastic molding. Yeah. Um, it's got a little insulation, so I basically razor cut that right out. Um, you can unscrew it, because mm-hmm. you still do need the uh, the gasket, um, so be careful with that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, just took the back off, drilled a few holes where I wanted my, uh, my taps in the front. Yeah. Ran the tubing. Uh, got a temp controller. That's pretty much it. It's all about drilling the holes in the front and then putting that baseboard back on. Not the baseboard, but the uh, like a plastic type board to support it. You basically put shower board pretty uh, much back on the ins because you're 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 taking off like we said that shelf molding, and all you're left with there is insulation. Insulation. Yeah. That's you all want, you want to have something that you can uh, have easily cleanable. Yeah. Uh, not have the 
fiberglass stuff sitting there. Right. Uh, one trick it, you really need to do is between the inner and the outer uh, skin is put some PVC pipe around. around Which I did do. Or uh, it's around, you mean the actual tap part? Yeah, around the, around the shank on the tap. It yeah. comes through there. So you can tighten it down. It'll actually tighten down to the front instead of just creeping in that that inside layer towards the other one and it gets really shaky on on your taps right because it's just foam insulation yeah so you need about whatever the distance is from the outside to the inside layer uh inch inch and a half or whatever whatever it is for you just measure it cut it off make and fit it over the the shank uh put that inside layer in and then and then put the nut on and yeah. tighten it down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that works really well. It keeps the, it keeps everything kind of stable. Yeah. That way. Yeah. Uh, make sure you space them enough apart uh, so that you're not bumping into the other one. Uh, also, it, don't put them so far apart that you're going to have to have some kind of custom drip tray. Ah, uh, good advice. Yeah. So, so one thing before you set where the taps are, pick your drip tray out. Okay. Uh, they got a lot of different models. There's a lot of different things out there from different manufacturers uh, with and height and all that kind of stuff. Figure that one out, what's going to fit best on there, and then put where your taps are going to go. Right. Plus, you know, a lot of you might have tap handles laying around that you've just been dying to use. Think about your tap handles, too, because if you're using commercial tap handles, some of them have weird shapes and big logos, and right. it's kind of fun to use stuff like that. Well, if you put them all a little too close together, uh, maybe you're not going to get to use your favorite tap handle. Yeah, they'll just hit together. You pull one, and you get two beers out of the same thing. Yeah. So pay attention to that. The other thing is, um, you know, put it right, you know, as close together as you can, but like Doc's saying, space properly, and put it right in the middle because uh, I think, like, for our sake, we're thinking we might uh, we might even add a fifth tap eventually. Right. The cool thing about right. Doc's is he's got his taps, and then off to the side, he's got a nitro handle, which is real cool. So just, you, you know, you just want to plan ahead. Uh, yeah. Think about the future because you're going to love your kegerator, and then you're going to end up wanting to add things to it just because you can. It's a good thing. <laughs> We haven't updated the Doc's Gadget Corner then. Because people right. can go look at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, jerks, uh, all you're complaining? Yeah. This is what happens. Um, uh, one thing I noticed about uh, Shat's kegerator is he doesn't have the manifold in there. That's right. He's got For the gas. He's got yeah. gas in and a lot of T's coming off him. The problem with that is when you pull off a of one keg, all the other ke- all the other kegs are going to pull into that one. After a while... If you've got a really nice lager that's a really mellow lager, it's going to taste like your IPA in the other one. Now, this is what I'm glad you're talking about this because I, I was at, I was questioning it with chat because I thought I'd heard you say that. Yeah. And even with, now what about when they're all connected and the pressure is equalized? I mean, can't air then sort of travel oh, freely? When you have a manifold, the manifolds all have check valves and they have you know, right. anti-reverse flow valves. So when you pull off a one, it, it, it'll all just come right out of the tank. Out of the CO2 tank and not be, uh, you know, pulling from the other kegs to right. equalize all the pressure. So we probably need to get ourselves those brass manifolds. Right. Um, Worst case scenario, you have that one dedicated tap to your kid's root beer. Yeah. Because, you know, you, my kids love homemade root beer and they love pulling it off the tap. Sure. Uh, but if you don't have that, uh, Manifold with the back pressure valve, uh, your IPA is going to be tasting like root beer in no time. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's good advice, something we got to look into. I mean, Absolutely. the cool thing, like, uh, Shat wanted to get it going real quick, and I think he spent $2.75 on the tees to oh, just right. make it, exactly. just to get it all connected. Find, I, I could tell he just wanted to get it going, and, and it's going. It's and great. it works. Oh, yeah, it works yeah. great. But I had a little mishap. So I drilled my holes, I got everything set up, ran my tubing, everything looks beautiful, get my bottles up top in my rack, plug the thing in, my temp controller, it just stops. Ah. Uh, I'm dead in the, the water. The fridge stopped. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I mean, I, did you so move the temp controller up and down? I did. I tr- I played with the temp controller. And the- so I was really frustrated. This was Friday. <clears throat> um, basically played with it on Saturday. Uh, finished it up. Tried to basically turn it on all night Saturday, you know, playing with it, playing with the wiring, nothing. Finally get up today, undo some of the wire, like harnesses. You know, blow a little air in there. Maybe things are a little like wet. It's, it's like it's a, a Nintendo. Like, yeah, well, six, exactly. six, seven years old, too. It, it is, but it's in great shape, including the wiring. And uh, it, it must have been one of the harnesses. must have been loose because I plugged it in and it fired right up this morning. Yeah. So, so. And we've been drinking good beer out of there. That's since. right, the yeah. whole time. But it's all about measuring. You know, you measure once, measure twice, even a third right. time. Yeah. Um, the one thing I noticed, that your taps aren't. And and I I I'm kicking myself for that because I couldn't find my two foot level to bring over here last week. Well, I, and actually I think it's I left not even that. I think I left it over here. Well, he measured it right. Maybe you can tell us a trick too. And this is just hardware type stuff. Uh, it was at the actual drilling portion because it kind of slides around on that right. metal yeah, surface. The whole yeah, saw the, is the like drill, no, the drill walk. Yeah, exactly. So how center punch? Ah, uh, there you I go. Tried, or, or, yeah. or, or or you drill with a small drill first. And that gets pilot drill, like, yeah. like an eighth inch, and that won't walk so much. And then once you go into there, then uh, I give you a bunch of hole saws, and that's got that's got about a quarter inch pilot drill. That'll take the first one, and then go in from that. That okay. way, it doesn't walk. It's on. The beer is cold. Yes. It pours nice. But you know I'm what? I'm happy. <laughs> Most of the guys Dick. out there that are making one of these things are so anal. Yeah. That they want everything just. Yeah. Right. Speaking of anal, I got Boob on the line here. Oh, hey, Boob. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Boob? How do you know my favorite? Oh, never mind. Uh, hey. What's going on? Talking about the, uh, the, the, the whole freezer kegerator. Yeah. Uh, that's what I did, too. But one of the problems and one of the things you might want to think about when you're doing that is if you're using uh, longer handle tap handles, yeah. sometimes, depending on your faucets, you can't get them closed because they're too close. Yep. So you need to put like a one by you know a one by piece of board in there, like a one by six or whatever, uh, space to space those out an extra inch or so. Oh, just so to come can, off of the door yeah, an extra. Well, it, it's inch. the angle when you when you put them close. Yeah, the angle of the dangle um, is too intense. B three yeah. sells a thing called an angle angle bonnet. Is that what it is? Yes, I and, saw that movie. And uh, you put those on it, and that way. The, the long-handled taps don't have to hit against the front surface. Okay. And it's this little stainless steel chrome plate piece that goes on there, and it changes the angle of your taps. Okay. See, if I would have that, I wouldn't have fucked around with a one-by-six. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're totally right with that. You get, oh, I want my new tap handles on there. I've been waiting to put them on, and they don't, you they slam on, against the front. You all over your shoes. Exactly. Now, the other thing, since we're talking about the actual tap handle part of it, too, uh, Perlick taps are a key uh 
Perlick, their faucets, uh, uh, faucet, uh, seal forward faucets. Now I've right. seen a lot of you guys. I, I read in the forums, and we had the same problem with our indoor kegerator. It's going to be even worse with an outdoor kegerator. You have that problem where you don't pour a beer for a day or two. Pussies, and uh, you can't open <laughs> you can't open it again. It's stuck. Yeah. I've actually broken the little cheap plastic tap handle off of mine trying to open them. Well, the seal forward perlic taps um, don't do that. They're more expensive. You got to pay for them, and that's a bummer. But well, there's two brands. There's perlic, and I think there's ventmatic or something. Ah, like uh, yeah, yeah, Matic that's too. right. The ventmatic too, and it's great because it never happens. Uh, the basically beer doesn't sit inside the mechanism like it does the regular. Yeah, ones. and it doesn't turn into that. that Syrupy, crusty stuff that, and, and you don't stuck. get the mold blob coming out after a week. Yeah, that nice. Yeah. Oh God, that. Thing. I could never tell if that yeah. was my beer or, or a mold blob. <laughs> Sorry, JP, <laughs> so that I beached. You stepped man. on my joke. <laughs> so if you're a lone beer drinker and you've got five taps, yeah, you're not going to be get a friend. You're not going to be drinking all these taps every day. Well, yeah, most people. Plus, you're a fat load. I just want to yeah. point that out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're going to get that that stuck. Stuck uh, faucet thing yeah. and, and the perlic things. I told chat that's get, where I spent the money. The I mean, right honestly, that's where I spent the money, and I'm happy about it. They're I mean, expensive. You know, they're really not that much more when they're you not. think about it. They're not. Yeah. You know, well, they are if you buy the first ones, the regular ones first, and then you got to go back and buy the other ones. Yeah. yeah. Right, and the other ones. Yeah, they're okay. So they're three times as much, but three times as much five bucks. You know, who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, fifteen bucks. I'm sure there's a couple of cheap ass. Rednecks out there that can't afford it, but drink more it's beer. Me, i.e., me. Yeah, but, Dude, but not everyone's. Okay, how many times are you going to pull that, t- the break that tap handle, or pull that faucet uh, off the uh, front uh, of your refrigerator? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's really frustrating when you're pulling and you're wondering how hard can I pull this just to get a beer before I rip this thing off my front of my kegerator. That's right. And you know what? Start with one tap. If you wanted to buy three to start with, yeah, screw it. Start with one, yeah. and then when you you know suck enough. Or whatever to get another one, go buy the other one instead of buying all three at once if you can't afford the good ones to start. I'm trying to calculate right now how many poles that would be. You suck it. Yeah. Yeah. Smoke the poles. Bob, how many, the pole how many anyway. do you have? How many taps do you have? Uh, I think I have three. 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 So that's a lot I'll of poles. Three, three yeah. poles to smoke. We've got four, sissy. Oh, oh! You want to play that game, huh? Actually, I've got six. Have five. I've got a man, and we have an grader. extra kegerator. We have five. Yeah, because we're a man. That's a man. That's a man. That's a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the shitty thing is my kegerator hasn't been on in about six months. Oh, oh my! Oh, and you're admitting to that for <laughs> shame, <laughs> boo. <laughs> I, I had to bottle a bunch for you know other things, so I didn't get a kegany, and then I ran out of CO2. And I couldn't find any locally. I just recently found some. And then my vagina hurt. And then I got an infection. And then I had to spend more time drawing on myself with lipstick <laughs> than doing doing what real men do and make beer. Yeah. Wow. Listen to JP. He's angry, too. Yeah. Boy. And yeah. Actually, hey, don't let him uh, soil our visions of you because I, I really like the... That lipstick, the avatar. Oh, I love yeah. it. I'm not telling him to change it. Yeah, Bub's avatar is uh, a, a priority form right now. Was, that's okay. I was sitting on the couch with the wife the other day, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, I totally came up with the next, <laughs> with the next, uh, you know, avatar." Yeah. I'm like, I'll hold the baby, <laughs> and he'll have something on his chest, and I'll have something on my chest. Oh, that's oh. badass. Oh. Like, no, she like, totally shot me down. Oh, damn it. That would have been great. I know. I'm like, dude, this would be so hilarious. She's like, yeah. no, I'm not putting it on his chest. But, but like, half, of, do it. half of that kid's yours, so, you know, you do what you want with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd like to get laid in the next 
six years. Oh. Doc, who is this that I'm looking at? That's me. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. God, I got to see When this. is this? Uh, 1983. I am looking at a 1983 <laughs> picture of Doc, and he, first of all, he kind of looks... a lot taller? Well, he's got a full head of hair <laughs> and a big Burt Reynolds mustache... No, no, That's no. Turd Ferguson. He actually he looks like Turd Ferguson. He's very yeah. Tom Selleck in this. Yes, in amazing, this, as it? a matter of fact, in fact, you're really not as ugly as you are now exactly. at all. Yeah, no, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> you guys, can we post that? You got to give us ah, that. Whoa, that should be your avatar, Doc. Oh, I was in a calendar. Tom Selleck. You were as a calendar boy. Are really? you kidding me? Oh, yeah. For what? Uh, we, uh, at my college, uh, they had a tryout of I don't know thousand people. Or whatever, yeah, and, and I I made it. Doc's secret life as Tom Selleck. Wow. Yeah. Was it what? for a gay calendar? <laughs> yeah. no, we, had, we had guys and, and girls. For a lambda, lambda, lambda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Doc, that's got to be your avatar, man. I can yeah. put that in. Yeah. Doc was a good-looking dude way back Seriously, then. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. So it, dreamy. I had a whole different life back then. He's got 80s flannel on in it. He's, oh, got yeah. a, he's got a porn stash? Yes, oh, it is yeah. a giant I, porn a, stash. It's totally porn. It's a that's John a, Holmes stash. It's yeah, a yeah. deep throat stash. Can you grow the porn stash back again? Oh, yeah. you got to do oh, it. Shat walks into my, my kitchen. i got all this. All, we got pictures all over the, the refrigerator. Yeah. He goes, dude, I didn't know you had a brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Words out of his mouth. I didn't know you had a brother. It's like got, Flanders. Uh, for how long would it take you to oh, get the porn stash back? It is back? a Flanders uh, mustache. Two months, maybe a month. You gotta get it back, oh, Doc. You gotta be Mr. Flanders from uh, for, for <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. You gotta be Ned Flanders. Oh, yeah. do. Oh man. But yeah, I, I might make that my avatar. I got other people calling in here too. Looks like we got Paul on the Skype. Paul, what's happening? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Not a lot. Just uh, doing a little show here. What's the word? Thunderbird. Well, you know, I was just listening to you guys talk about Doc and his Tom Selleck mustache. Yeah. I got a little question for Doc. How tall are you, Doc? Uh, five seven. Tent and, uh, You're not oh, five, five seven. seven. Yeah, I am. Are five you? Seven in his lip. Laying down. Oh, no. oh. Me- go ahead and measure me, man. Okay, wow. th- this is this is Was that tall. Bub on the line still? Yeah, Bub's still there. What's that? Oh, you know, I'm not that far from Bub. Well, my in-laws aren't that far from Bub. I thought I should go over and kick his ass for not using his kegerator for <laughs> yeah, six months. Yeah, you should. You know what? Can well, you do that for us? Over here and share some beer, you little bitch. Oh! oh buddy. On, yeah. Step up. Because Bub doesn't Stop. have any because he hasn't had any for six months. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Bubbles. Bu- if you, I bet okay. if you go over there to kick his ass, Bubble share some of his MGD with you. Of course, like you fucking hole. <laughs> oh! Yeah, we give. I was kind of hoping for a little bit of natty light. Ah, there you go. Hey. Ah, there might be some still in there for. Yeah, there, there you could go. be some. Did you have any other questions for Doc, or are you oh, just uh, trying well, to paint actually, the picture? I got a real question. You yeah. know, earlier I started brewing some beer, and I hadn't really planned on being drunk of the week, but you know, <laughs> hey. this might be kind of a call for that. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Well, anyways, let me ask my real question here. Do it. Um, you know, I've been listening to some of your archives lately, and this is the first time I got to listen live. Cool, and anyways, welcome. some of the archives with Jamil and stuff like that are talking about crystal malt and stuff like that not being fermentable. Is that like a hundred percent not fermentable? Or, or no, it's 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 actually more per- fermentable because you've already mashed it. It's it's uh, you don't have to mash it. That's the the thing with uh, uh, crystal malt. You huh? they take they yeah they take it from uh, the first uh, ma- malting. And then they stew it at eh, 150 or so, and then they kiln it. So they've actually converted everything. That's why you can put crystal malt into your extract beers. 
So the the crystal the kilning doesn't you know kind of like solidify the sugars and stuff like that and make them not not fermentable. No, no. The problem with kilning at a higher temperature is you actually kill off the enzymes. So okay. you can't when you throw them into the mash it, in a big higher percentage. There's no enzymes there to to help you convert the the starches into sugars or to convert them. So uh, you you really can't do that. But they're all it's, it's with the crystal malts. You've actually converted them already. And you can put them into uh, your extract and you kind of stew them, which or you know steep them, so you can uh, basically you're you're rinsing them out into uh-huh. your extract brew, and then th- those are all the sugars, and then they're fermentable, but they all come at, at at different rates of fermentability. Okay, so the darker crystal malts probably aren't as yes. fermentable. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I do all grains, so I I just throw them right in the mash. Is should I be waiting till should I just steep them somehow, or just no, no, no? Just them use them. You're, you're putting them in there. Don't worry about it because as much you're gonna, it's more about a loudering with those, and, and rinsing the grains, yep. uh, and all the other ones. You're, they're not convertible. They've already been converted, so okay. if, if they're doing nothing in the mash, but basically sitting there. So keep so doing what you're doing. So basically, yeah, do keep doing what you're doing, and then when you louder, you're gonna get all their goodness coming out of that one. So they're not convertible, but they are fermentable. Right. They're already converted. So you're not going to be there. There's no enzymes there to help you in your mash. There's, uh, and all the, all the, uh, starches that are done are done. So, yep. uh, they're just kind of in there for flavor. And it doesn't hurt to put them in, in the mash and keep going. All right. So, but doc, are they going to, I mean, so if he were to put them into his pro mash, for example, is it going to show an increase in gravity? Yeah, because if you look at uh, the laboratory uh, yield yeah. on there, they're going to come out with a certain yield. Okay. They come out with there's 1038, I yeah. think, usually for, per pound per gallon. Yeah. And it, it figures that into it. Okay. So the it sugars are definitely already adding. Okay. Okay, cool. So you're going to get sugar okay. out of it, so don't worry about that. Does that do it for you, Paul? Yeah, buddy. I thought I was asking a question that never been answered, but that's really not the answer I was expecting. I'm <laughs> Sorry, glad I got cleared up. Hey, no, no that's no, cool. Buddy, thanks. Is well, it Paul? Is in code or Paul no? Or different Paul. Where are you calling no, from, Paul? Paul? I'm in Minnesota. Say Paul. Minnesota. Um, no, I'm Wabasha, not too far from St. Paul. Well, yeah, your your uh, handle ought to be St. Paul then, if you're in Minnesota. Wabasha. <laughs> wow. All right, hey, brother. Brushville men. All right, thanks, brother. No problem. Cheers. Catch right, you later. Bruce Strong. Bye, dude. See you, bub. <laughs> I thought he said he was near you, Bub. He said, "Well, he said he was near me, and then he like backtracked and said his in-laws are near his me. in-laws, right? Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> he ain't coming over, right, Bub? At least right, not when you're home. I'm right by Bub. Well, my in Well, I've driven by. Well, I flew over. Wabashaw, the- that's a whole like six and a half hour drive. You're right next to me, pal. <laughs> Come on over and rub my crew cut. Hey, you're just oh. ang- you're just angry because he called it like it is, bub. Well, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Why you have to call me out like that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, you're brother. A jerk. Thanks for the call, man. Are we All taking right. another break? Yeah. Bye, guys. Or not? Yeah, we're gonna take another break. You okay, want? Because are you ready? Beer. Yeah, I'm out of beer too. Um, and we have a couple of kind of special things that I want to throw out there. So. Because uh, we're kind of done too, like. Hey, uh, they want uh, Doc to post that pic in the forum. All right. I'll, actually, I'll make it my new avatar. 
Oh, <laughs> I think it'd be great, dude. That's a good avatar. We should we uh, should do a, a brewing network then and now calendar. My kids, Ooh. my kids always what do you come think in. Of that, dude? That's a good idea. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? My kids always, Dad, who's that? Yeah. Well, that's me. That's Tom Selleck. When was that? Yeah, that's Tom, yeah. I'm a that's, body. I'm a mustache double for Tom Selleck. That's uh, <laughs> that's Magnum PI, son. Yeah. Right. And then they call me Mustache PI. That's Daddy PI. <laughs> Daddy. Uh, then and now, Cal. I have, uh, I have, Dude, I don't awesome. have them here. I think my mother has pictures of me with a mullet. <laughs> nice. You know what? I got pictures of me with a mullet. Or a rat, yeah. or a rat tail. I had a rat tail. Oh yeah, I went from God. a mullet to the rat tail because I didn't want to cut everything off. And then finally, sick. <laughs> and then finally, I cut the rat tail off what too. What the hell were you guys thinking? <laughs> Oh, this is cool. Yeah, I could, actually my my rat tail so long I put it in my mouth. Yeah, I could oh. too. I you know what? I think my mom has that somewhere too, because I saved it for a long time. It's just disgusting. No, thing. you saved your hair. I braided this rat tail, oh. and I when I finally cut it, I saved it. And there's no germs in there. Right? Yeah, I know. I haven't seen it in a long time. Maybe she finally threw it out. Made it into a paintbrush. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's probably in the tomb. <laughs> the mausoleum. <laughs> Southern Brewer is on fire in the chat room. First of all, he goes, uh, he goes, what did, po- what did Doc pose for? Gay monthly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't close. make me come to the South just to kick your ass. <laughs> and then he ass. goes, he goes, he's like a Tom Selleck mini me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, could be. I know. That's awesome. What's up with Push? How come he won't call back? Um, they're trying to get the kids down. Are they going to call after that? They're going to try to, yeah. I think that's an excuse. Yeah. Why are you doing a drill? <laughs> Drug them. Doc's answer. <laughs> little whiskey. Here, give them this. <laughs> Benadryl is non-habit for me. Well, I don't know. I mean, technically, we could finish right now, or we could take Let's a break. Let's take a break. Take oh, All right. <laughs> okay. There was too much information in that part yeah. of the meltdown. Hey, I wanted to mention real quick a brand new sponsor, and we played them at the last break. And I want you guys to go check these guys out because I'll tell you what, it's a small company, and they're just starting out, and um, and it's a good company, cool guys. And they really wanted to support the BN, and I thought that was real cool. So they contacted us and uh, wanted to do some sponsorship with us. And that's Do It Yourself Brewing. It's DIYbrewing.com, and you can go check it out. You heard the commercial at the last break. And a uh, good group over there, and it's, uh, it's an online homebrew supply store and i know you guys uh you know there's there's the big ones out there and there are sponsors of ours too but uh no reason you can't uh, spread the wealth around maybe they've got something that uh the other guys don't you never know so anytime we get these new sponsors on board i just want to make sure that we mention and these were some cool people i think you'll uh, have a good experience with them so diybrewing.com uh there'll be a banner up on our website this week too so you'll be able to get to them that way and you got to support all of these people that come on board here all the sponsors the new ones, the old ones, and really let them know where you're coming from and how you found them and the whole bit. Because I'll, I'll tell you right now, in no uncertain terms, we will cease to exist without these folks. They're good people, and they really like what we do for the community and, and spread the word like that. So uh, they're willing to spend some of their advertising dollars with us. And, uh, obviously they, 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 it would help if they saw a little return on that. So, and they're all cool people. Like I've told you before, I'm not going to bring any retards in here to, uh, uh, advertise to you. I'm <laughs> not very good at that. So, uh, they're good people. Check them out. DIYbrewing.com and, uh, all the other ones too. Don't forget to do that. Quick break here. Uh, when we come back, I have no idea what we'll be doing. Just hang in there and, uh, be your surprise too. Be right back, kids. 
You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Can you imagine a world without liquid yeast or German Pilsner malt? No rinse sanitizer. East Kent Goldings. Neither can Northern Brewer. Since 1993, Northern Brewer has been dedicated to spreading the enjoyment of good brewing and good beer by bringing these and other products to home brewers everywhere. They have a comprehensive selection of ingredients and equipment for making beer, mead, wine, cider, and soda with thousands of different items in stock. Everything you need in one place at a great price. Tech support and order advice from their expert and friendly staff is available by email or phone seven days a week. Fast and accurate shipping combined with their central location in Minnesota, USA means you never have to wait long for your order. Request a free full-color catalog by calling toll-free 1-800-681-2739 or visit them online at northernbrewer.com. A beer is much better than a woman. I'll tell you why I'm right. Beer will not get mad if I stay out and drink all night. A beer will go down easy. A beer is always wet. Do I want a wife? No thanks. Another beer? You bet. A beer won't fake a headache. A beer won't tell me stop. A beer will not get angry when I take off its top. A beer won't call me selfish. A beer will understand If one night I prefer to have it in the can I love my beer Let it be said I guarantee If you pour it right You'll always get good head I love my beer There is no doubt If beer goes flat Just toss it out better than a woman now this is understood you don't have to wash a beer to make it taste real good a beer won't get premenstrual each month of the year and i won't pay alimony if i decide to dump my beer i still drink beer i'll never quit when a beer is getting pissed it'll never throw a fit is that beer cold hell i don't mind a frigid beer is the best kind i love my beer let it be said i guarantee if you pour it right you'll always get good head i love my beer there is no doubt if beer goes flat just toss it out Beer goes flat. Just toss it out. Now give me another beer, baby, and shut up. Yeah. 
Gather round ye lads and lasses, set ye for a while, and hearken to me mournful tale about the Emerald Isle. Let's all raise our glasses high to friends and family gone, and lift our voices in another Irish drinking song. Consumption took me mother and me father got the pox. Me brother drank the whiskey till he wound up in a box. Me other brother in the troubles met with his demise. Me sister has forever closed her smiling Irish eyes. Now everybody's died, so until the tears are dry, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and drink and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then go drinking once again. Kenny was killed in Kilkenny, and Claire, she died in Clare. Tip and Tipperary died out in the Danier. Shannon jumped into the river, Shannon back in June. Ernie fell into the urn, and Tom is in the tomb. Cleanliness is godliness, me Uncle Pat would sing. He broke his neck, a slipping on a bar of Irish ping. Oh, Grady, he was 80, though his bride was just a pup. He died upon the honeymoon when she got his Irish up. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dry, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink him once again. With Riley near the cliffs of Old Denise. He took out his shillelagh and he stabbed him in disbelief. With crazy Uncle Mike thought he was a leprechaun, but in fact he's just a leopard and his arms and legs are gone. When Timmy Johnson broke his neck, it was a crying shame. He wasn't really Irish, but he went to Notre Dame. McNamara crossed the street and by a bus was hit, but he was just a Scotsman, so nobody gave a shit. Oh. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dry, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink him once again. Uncle Brendan tried to drive him from the bar The road rose up to meet him when he fell out of his car Irony was what befell me great-grand-uncle Sam He choked upon the very last potato in the land Connor lived in Ulster Town, he used to smuggle arms Until the British killed him and cut off his lucky charms And dear old father Flanagan, who left the Lord's employ Drunk on sacramental wine beneath the altar boy Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dry We'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up and then we'll drink in once again Someday soon I'll leave this world of pain and toil and sin. The Lord will take me by the hand to join all of me kids. Me only wish is when the Savior comes for me and you. He kills the cast of Riverdance and Michael Flatley too. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dry, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink him once again. Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink him once again. Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink him once again.
Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. The Brewcaster. The Brewcaster. On the Brewing Network. just came up with the idea at the break that we we should do a uh, we're going to do a no break colostomy bag show. We got it's not a colostomy bag. It's not. No, it's a, it, no. colostomy bags for the number 2. Yeah. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah. Yes. Drain what? bag. Even I knew that. What's drain the drain bag? What's the pee bag called? Pee bag. Yeah, pee bag. Catheter bag again? Catheter bag. See, catheter bag works. Do we ha- I I'm not going to do it catheter. if we have to insert a catheter. Can we do it where, we, where it stuff. just attaches? We all got to do it. If I'm the only professional here. I'm going to have to do it. Are you going to have to? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to have to attach them all to oh, us? Too? Finally, every, every, they, each and one of after, you. Oh. After two years, Doc has found a way to look at our fucking junk <laughs> and size us up. Oh, I'm yeah. wearing gloves though, man. Oh, oh well then I don't want it. I'm going to even change my gloves between. Good you know, idea. Yeah. Patience here. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I think we should. That'd be funny. We just we gotta sit do here it. and we got to do when it's cooler. We can announce. Why don't we just have like a bucket? Oh, no, absolutely not. Just a community bucket. Absolutely oh. not. Have you, have you seen the pictures around the turn of the uh, you know 19th century? Of, uh, they had the bars with the urinal right in front of the bar. Oh, oh. yeah. All well, you got to do is like just, you don't have to get moved. You just kind of pee right there. We could probably build a trough system right here in the studio so every, it all just runs down to the same place. Everyone just pees in their own trough. That's not a wee thing. That's a doc thing. <laughs> Doc, why don't you get on that? I can do that. I feel it's a trough system for the studio. Oh, it'd cool. be awful. It's as if it doesn't smell bad enough in here as it is. Yeah, well, that's my butt. All right, we got Mason on the line. He's got a question for us. Mason, what's happening, brother? How's it going? It's going good. What can we do for you? I was just going to throw maybe a little uh, starter procedure at you and see if you had any recommendations. That I still haven't actually tried it. This is just uh, kind of an idea that I was going to do. Okay. So four days before brew day, make a one-liter starter in maybe a two-liter Erlenmeyer because I was planning on adding to it okay. later on. So make my one-liter starter in a two-liter maybe four days before brew day, then set it on the stir plate for three days at whatever room temperature is, then step it up to a full two liters, make another one-liter and add it in on maybe, I don't know, 12 hours before brew day. Okay. Or maybe 24 hours. Then uh, fridge that full two liters, let it settle out, decan it, warm it up to room temp, or warm, warm the slurry up to room temp, and then pitch. Okay. Any ideas? I don't even warm it up. I, I do exactly what you did a lot all the way through. I do different starters for different things. Uh, yeah. But as far as uh, when I just start my brew day, which can be long, uh, I, I, that's when I put it in the refrigerator. It okay. will start, it'll start to settle out because it's, 
it's got a lot of like thermal mass to it, so it's not going to get cold right away. So it takes a while for it to get cold, and it just starts to settle out. You've seen that happen. So uh, that's when I decant it, and I just pitch right then. As long as I don't okay. get, let, let don't forget and let it get too cold. Okay. So uh, not a bad idea. Uh, you can also, if you don't have enough time, and say, oh, I don't have enough time to do a starter, you've only got your brewing tomorrow, still make a starter. Uh, you can still wake the yeast up and get it roused and uh, kind of in the whole mood to you know go attack all that sugar. Uh, if you did that, would you forget about the whole decant process and just pitch the whole thing? Uh, it depends on the beer. If you, if I always think, you know, can I hide the flavor of my starter in my beer? If I got a yeah. big, thick, dark beer, sure, I might do it. But if I've got a, a nice, delicate Kolsch or something, I'm not going to do it. No, I pretty much I always mess around with uh, stout is the beer that I usually brew. Yeah, then you ought to be fine, fine doing that. But even if it's always a good idea to. to Pitch it into something bigger. Pitch that vial into something bigger. Uh, it'll it'll make them uh, wake up. And they've been sitting in that vial for a long time doing nothing. So give them something to do. Get them roused up and uh, ready to go. And you'd be surprised at how fast you're going to get uh, that airlock bubbling. Yeah, I was just a little foggy on... You know, the whole procedure of uh, throwing him in the fridge. I didn't know if that was the best idea because I didn't want to scare him into throwing on some kind of a coat that's going to shut him down. Uh, You don't worry about that too much because you've got a a big, uh, you got 2,000 milliliters. It's not going to get cold that fast. You'd You'd be surprised how long it takes to get that thermal mass down a lot of degrees to the point where it's a, a matter of when you cool them really fast. That's when they, uh, excuse me, freak out. They drop out it. the most. Yeah, and then, then they'll start wondering how fast is this going down. Should I protect myself? But when you uh, cool them down a little bit at a time, that's not too bad. Okay, that's good information to know. All right. There you go. Where are you calling from, Mason? Uh, Pullman, Washington. Uh, did you uh, email me today? Uh, I might have been today, the day before. Yeah. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Okay. But right. I had. I don't remember what the question was. was I had to do with malt, I think. Uh, All right. You guys want to go out on a date or something? No, I just wonder if he was the same Mason that emailed me today, and I actually got right back to him. All right. Amaz- yeah, amazingly I enough. Five questions per day. So. <laughs> All I right, brother. To one call a week. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I'll uh, see you at the GABF. Hey, that'd be great. Come stop by the booth. Sounds good. Cheers, brother. Later. Cheers. All right. There you go. Lots of things to get to to get out of here. We're drinking this Brooklyn beer right now. It's not a sour beer. It's a Belgian style. 100%. Uh, it says 100% bottle re-fermented ale. It's the Brooklyn Local One. This was sent to me by Fritz, who actually lives in Brooklyn, and a good dude, a loyal listener, friend of yours, friend of mine. Kind of, we should do that mafia thing where he's a friend of ours. Yeah. You know what I mean, if you're in the BN Army, you're a friend of ours. Uh, and Fritz is sent this uh, to me for my birthday. I wanted to share it with you guys. Uh, what do you think, Doc? Uh, I I'm happy just to get beers I can't get and this East Coast stuff. I just love it. Yeah. Um, it's a nice beer. It's a nice beer. It's uh, very Belgian, well attenuated. It's it's not too sweet. Yeah. It's real mellow for a Belgian, yeah. though, which I would say it's probably a great 
starter into the Belgian world mm-hmm. because of how mellow it is. It doesn't have the real strong Belgian yeast characteristics I'm used to. Well, it's definitely not an American beer. Yeah, so, hey, exactly. you want to try a Belgian? It's a nice segue yeah. into that. I would call it that for sure. It's gotten a lot of really good reviews and good ratings. Brooklyn, well, it's a nice clean beer, one. definitely. Yeah, it's a nice beer. Fritz, thank you, my brother. That's very, a cool very thing much to send. so. Yeah, that's, I, uh, I love getting beers that oh. I can't, we can't get on the on the West Coast at all. Yeah, exactly. I've just noticed uh, my local nice liquor store is starting to uh, carry Avery. Oh yeah, yeah, because they just started distributing here. Yeah. Yep. So you can find a bunch of Averys out here now. Yeah. I had that that Avery Stout was at sixteen percent. Yeah. I think oh I'm my. Gonna, I'm going to try to get Adam Avery on the show when we're at GABF because I we were at Burning Man when he was out here doing his distributor yeah. kickoff, so we missed him. Um, but we'll try to get him on out there. I wouldn't be surprised if you can find this Brooklyn local one at the GABF too if you happen to be going there. I bet he's going to be pouring it since it's one of their newer it's a, beers. It's a good beer. So. Uh, We'll check that out. All right, I got Push on the hey, phone Push. again. What's up? What Sam? do you mean again? Like like it's some great, I don't know, <laughs> what, drama? Here's push. Oh, hey. It's Push again. Ah, <laughs> uh, Push. So, <laughs> hey, is So mi- I walk out, I get the kids finally down to sleep, and I walk out into the garage, turn the turn the stream on, and yeah. I hear, I don't know why Push isn't calling in. Yeah, because I asked you to call in. I was like, what's going on? I, fig- I thought you just sat there attentively, like waiting for us to need you. Well, that's all I do. That is all I do. I just sit there, yeah. chain, chain to the computer, dude. Yeah, that's I, it. I assume that. So the only reason I wouldn't have been there is, you know, my master had me. I don't know. Maybe I had to go. I don't know. Go potty or something. What? <laughs> Change the bag. Is Mrs. Yeah. Is Mrs. Push available as well? Uh, just say no. Are you still here? Yeah, she's right behind. Oh, me. Oh, good. All right. Let, let me talk to Mrs. Push. Are you going to be kind? <laughs> <laughs> all right. First of all, that's a valid question. <laughs> I do I'm not a stupid man, dude. <laughs> we know I, that. I am going to be kind. I just want to speak with her. No vulgarity. I want to talk to my girlfriend. Yes, Mrs. Push is my girlfriend, and, and I just want you to know right now you're on credit. My girl on the side. <laughs> all right. All right. Don't fuck this up. Here you go. Right. <laughs> Good evening. Hi, Mrs. Push. How are you? I'm good. How are you? This is I'm fine. This is the world premiere, I think, of Mrs. Push on the Air and the Brewing Network. It's nice. I think people were starting to think you didn't even exist. Uh, I think I've been on when we've been on as a family with the children and all. Oh, I see. Okay. The solo debut? Yeah, this is your That's solo right. debut. So, <laughs> well, I, it, it came to my attention that Mrs. Push was maybe concerned about how we treat Push on the uh, because we, we, we rag on Push quite a bit. And yeah, and uh, did which is very sweet. Were we hard on? Were we hard on push today? I don't know. The, when I heard him call the first time, and then uh, he hung up, and yeah. then we uh, <laughs> turned the radio back up. Uh huh. And you said something about him, you know, being sounding so friendly that he sounded like a psycho. Yeah, but and I'm like that's not cool. Well, except that most no, that, of that, like, that means that means rabid fan. Yeah, people who are overly friendly are the same people who make skin suits. <laughs> and so, I'm not saying that Push has crossed that line yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if one day I read in the paper that he was making skin suits out of his neighbors. And where is Finn, by the way? <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. speaking of skin Yeah, suits. Justin, you're not making any friends here. Am I making it worse? I'm, I'm yes, you are. Yeah. I think um, I think you're <laughs> fucking it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mrs. Push, I just want you to know that everybody around here gets thrown under the bus. 
Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> and it's just a rite of passage. Even me, apparently. Yes. Yeah, you know... We love you too. Well, no. I'll take that as love. I got it. Yes. I got it. Here's the deal. The, basically, the worse you get it, uh, the more we like you. And I would say that there is nobody who gets it worse than Bub. Bub's number one. And, yeah. and Push is probably number two. And I will say right now to the whole world that if I didn't feel that there was enough good stuff coming out of these guys to, to, to counterbalance the shit that I give them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give them one sentence of bad words. No. Balance in all things. Yes. Because yes. there should be, should be nothing that they should misconstrue as bad here because. Or even misconstrue. There's that, really. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me come um, over there. No, it, it it is a love thing, and the more sh- you're right, Justin. The more shit we give people, the more we love them. That's why we haven't teased Chad in a couple of shows because <laughs> we don't. Li- we actually yeah. don't like Chad. Right. I get a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, in fact, Chad, you're the ex- all that all that rule I just give. You're the exception to it. Actually, yeah. we actually think you're a douchebag. Anti Chad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mrs. Push is hot, by the way. Everybody, yeah. you guys should know. Can we post a picture? She's a she is a Pilates, Pilates instructor. instructor. Oh my! Yeah. Which is great for a mom, you know. For I was like a married married. Absolutely. You know, it's just you gotta. That's like that's a score. <laughs> and right she there. and she sticks up for her husband. That's which, awesome. Which yeah. is rad. Charlie hasn't been sending you guys pictures of me or anything, has he? Oh, oh no 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 no. <clears throat> so uh, no, actually no, because he's just been telling us. <laughs> Uh, There's been no pictures yet. He's a good artist. Mrs. Push, she gets... <laughs> oh, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's all sound bites anyway. I'm kidding. Oh, I better keep working out, Mia. Yeah. <laughs> she gets pissed when I call her a yoga instructor. You know how, like, you know how <laughs> you those, it, those masseuse people, they're like, I am a massage therapist. That's how Mrs. Push yeah. is. She's like, I'm a Pilates. And what's the, come on, what's the difference, right? <sighs> it's the same thing, isn't it? No. It's no, not? Once, it's once not. exercise, one's about zen. What's a Pilates? A Pilates. <laughs> Joseph Pilates was a guy who create, created this particular exercise. But the oh. point is, is that I go in and get my ass kicked, where yoga people kind of sit around and <laughs> contemplate their navel. <laughs> I see. Contemplate, you know, just how out of shape they are. Yeah, I think I'm more of a yoga guy than a Pilates guy. You, you know? contemplate your navel. So. Yeah, contemplate well, my you own. Navel. Come down and let me kick your ass, and we'll see. I'd love to see. I pay money yeah. for that one. <laughs> he needs a beating. Yeah. Now you don't do that, Berkham. Crap! No, that's yoga. See, there I go again. Yeah, see, right there. Don't, don't piss her off. I did Pilates once. It's hard, man. Yeah. Hard. It's hard. That's why he doesn't do it anymore. That's cause right, because it was like know. picking hops. Why were? Why? W- <laughs> it, it, uh, it under what scenario were you doing Pilates, JP? Uh, it was a big fat load. And so <laughs> was yeah at your own free even, w- even worse. And so you decided that the way to get rid of that was to go do Pilates because I didn't have to go to a gym. I didn't have to. I thought yeah. it was really easy. I oh. thought it was going to be super easy. Yeah, and it, it wasn't. You get to play with a big ball. No, I didn't do any of that. <laughs> and I didn't mat, do any of that. It was like on ten, your back. ten minutes, and I was sweating, and I'm go- I'm not even oh, yeah. doing anything. I'm oh, done. Yeah. I got a beer. Right. Pilates is sneaky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe well, I, I. It occurs to me that both push and you refer to me as your girlfriend, and so I, I just want to remind you that my birthday is at the end of October. End of October. Oh. Got it. Ooh, I will, like uh, Halloween or what? Pushtoberfest. Oh, okay. That's almost like Halloween. I will be sure to say, set aside one of the gifts I got for my birthday to send to you for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna re-gift your girlfriend? See, I, I haven't know it. Yeah. That's how he rolls. 
<laughs> that is how I roll, exactly. Do you have to buy your girlfriend gifts if she's married, or is it just like like? No, because oh, then even more so. I'm, uh, think, I'm thinking right. less no, so. Because yeah, because then the husband goes, "Oh, where'd you where'd get you this? get that? Yeah. How much did you spend on that for yourself? Where'd you get that Mercedes? And then you got to oh. remember it, you know. And I, yeah, I don't. I can't have Push getting jealous. He's a big part of the show here. And don't I, you worry, I'll handle that part. Oh, oh, nice. Now she's sticking up for her other man. Yeah, <laughs> great news. Wow, you're very loyal all the way around, Mrs. Push. <sighs> I should get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, listen, you're a good sport, and I just want you to know that uh, the worse it sounds on here, the more we like that man. So don't. All right. Well, now I understand the translation. Though. Okay. All right. It's all love. All right. Very good. All right. Can I speak? to push again really quick, please. Sure. Good night, guys. Love you. Love you, too. Thank you. Good night, dear. Oh, hey, how cool is John Meyer? Can we wear his skin? (laughs) (laughs) If he doesn't doesn't wear yours first, Push. You know that Push has, like, an ear collection in his garage. Yeah, Yeah, Push, we we smoothed it over with your wife, but, you know, that was all bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The truth is... the truth is, I you're a total to say, I've douche. I've been next to her the whole time, and I don't have any way. She turned the speakers down, so I have no idea what you all talked about. Oh, oh, and, yeah. You know, I found out some some inside info on Push. Yeah. Really? Did she tell you how big it is? No, 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 not from her. <laughs> it's it's um, how you use it. He he had to take oh, Palmer yeah. to the airport. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You are such what? a star. Well, how do you know about that? <laughs> I have my secret source. Because Palmer called. He's like, "Hey, that star fucker's taking me to the airport today." <laughs> He goes, you know what's, yeah, he, goes, he, he, goes, totally, he had that look like he was using me the whole time. <laughs> he goes, if yeah. you guys aren't here for me in a couple days, uh, yeah. you know, just so you know, Push was my last known. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, honey, just so you know, the guy who took me to the airport's number is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, we had a nice conversation with Mrs. Push. Basically, we uh, convinced her that we actually really do like you, and every time we insult you, it's because we like you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, let uh, me tell you something. That is... That is absolutely the right tack to take because okay. it ensures the continued allegiance of the push. <laughs> yes, exactly. I because, because it has nothing to do with me. Right. Well, but now, oh. now when you get all down and you go and you're like, oh, they're making fun of me again, she'll be telling you. Wait, what? You, you know, when you get down, oh, they're making fun of me again. I know how it goes. Uh, she'll go, uh, but no, that means they like you. That means they like you. So uh, I figure this this way I keep you both around. Well, yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what planet we're on right now. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Okay, very good. Uh, yeah. Push Eject, the famous, the great, will be at the GABF with us, so you can meet him in oh, person. Oh, you spilled the beans. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, is that a secret? I've never mentioned on the forums that I've Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh we were kidding. Fig- no, just joke, kidding. Everybody. Oh, kidding. It's all my no. fault. You didn't tell See, me. I figured, I figured if we if we told anybody, the booth would be overrun. Hmm. Maybe if Mrs. So Push psyched. was going, the booth would oh. be overrun. But uh, Have you seen that thing that she was wearing? Did I send you that picture of her? Oh. Hey, oh. <laughs> Never mind. No, send it again. Yeah. I got to go. Why don't you send it right to my phone? <laughs> Let's make a t shirt out of it. <laughs> and we'll all wear it for her birthday. Here, Justin. The, uh. the problem with Doc is I know he really would. Like, you've got like a silk screening thing in your garage and you print t shirts of people's buttons, phones, don't you, Doc? Oh, uh, no. I, but I got a really yeah. nice uh, silk screen picture of my wife. Do you? You saw it. I brought it in here once. You did? Yeah. Are you sure? I'll wear it next week. Doc, we... Can I PayPal you, Doc? Can I continue <laughs> PayPal for a large... We yeah. we need Mrs. Push Buttons. I kind of yeah, think... <laughs> Mrs. Push Buttons. Yeah. I think hey, that they're, they're... I know where the buttons go, too. 
forget this um, forget this before and after calendar. I think we need a significant others of the oh, Brewing Network calendar. Yeah. Well, oh, the Brewing awesome. Widows. The yeah. Brewing Network Widows. The Brewing calendar. Widows calendar. Yeah. yeah. yeah and Jay, you can be mine and I can be yours or what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> can we, can we miss Mrs. Doc right on the cover? Yeah, she, uh, listen, yeah. obviously Mrs. Well, Doc is the cover girl. I mean, <laughs> if, if I have editorial, uh, final say, then she's the cover girl, of course. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but Mrs. Push will be a, she'll probably at least be, you know, February. I'm thinking probably January. You think Mrs. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Doc no and Mrs. Push could Summer do Summer equinox, without a doubt. Mrs. Doc and Mrs. Push should do like a like a June July spread together. Wow! You know, if we got uh, let me tell you something. If we got the right drink in Mrs. Push, yeah, we take any picture we want. Good lord! Is that what you guys call it? The the, dr- the drink, the quote unquote. <laughs> See, that's why she's my girlfriend. <laughs> hey, listen, I gotta go before I say something wrong. All right, Pushy, well, you already you know, a lot. That's of pretty much wrong. what that's pretty much what Mrs. Push just said too before she got off the phone. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's how it goes around here, folks. We'll see you in a couple weeks. All right, yeah, I can't wait to see you guys. Take care. Everybody, uh, come to the GABF, you fat losers. Yeah, Bob. Hey, is that directed Uh, at me? Later. Uh, Oh, yes, it is directed at you, Actually, it probably is. Yeah, Yeah, You got to be there, Doc. I got to get a few drinks to my wife, and then I'll... I'm telling you. One night. This is what I'm talking about. We can combine that with Mrs. Push, and we'll have a calendar, plus you get to go to the The GABF. Mrs. Push is letting Push go. There you go. That's your key right right. there. All right, I'm leaving. Later. Out. Later, David. We're leaving too. We gotta get out of here. Oh, we gotta like talk about this one. Peace out. Food yet? Omegon. Oh, this one's from Omegon. Oh, this is the Omegon. Yeah, the Omegon. I really want to go to this concert. It's good. What the Omegon concert? Come on, Schumann. I know you want to go. Are they still on tour? Oh yeah. This is a good beer. What month would Shad's crazy bitch be? Like like (laughs) January or uh, December? December. Yeah. If we, that we can go uh, to uh, San Jose or Oakland, yeah, <clears> let's <throat> go Oakland because there's a lot of good drinking down there. That's we in can, December. We right? can drink all the way there, and and they let you tailgate in Oakland, or or, or we can just Bart. Yeah, that's true. You want to go, Doc? Yeah. Come on, how great is it going to be? All those old '80s broads hanging out there to see David Lee Roth. These guys are awesome. Throw in their triple X large panties up on the stage. They look like umbrellas. <laughs> like parasols. Yeah. Uh, all the Ew. all the all the awful tattoos that are soiled, gonna be running around. Soiled panties. I think it'd be great to go, man. We can oh, get yeah. all eighties out. We can get mullet wigs. <laughs> Wait, let me grow my mullet out. Yeah, this is good. All right, see, you got that, right? Ooh. And then you got this idiot. Um, here, let me find the right one. You know who I'm talking about. Cold Hot Crash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, those guys. Uh, Sammy? Where is he? Yeah. Shut up, Yes, Chad. Sammy. Or don't say nothing bad about Sammy. I had a question. Are uh, you a Sammy fan, Doc? I like Sammy. Cabo Wabo. But, you know, it's I've got this. Van Halen was what it was. Yeah. Sammy was good. I, I like Sammy before. Do you think if you guys and Push work together, you could sell John Palmer skin suits? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. On the on the Brewing Network. I can't find Sammy. Where is he at? What's a, what's one of I his? I think it was uh, Bevo Red. somewhere, right? Sammy Red. Oh, the Red. No, no. Rocker. I mean Van Hagar. Oh, I want Van Hagar. I want to slap him in the face Here. every time I hear the Red Rocker. See, this isn't good, Van Hagar. Van Hagar. 
This is where they got all sissy with the piano and crack. Like great ju- video, jump piano. That's good. <laughs> jump because uh, Eddie was trying to play piano. This ain't Eddie. Now, see, this is the sissy shit right here. Yeah. This is 80. No Hagar, man. Right now! Good melodies, though. Schumann likes it. Take it to the end. Who's on the phone? Uh, Who do you think? I don't. Um, I'm yeah. Bo- <laughs> hey, boob. Dude, you can totally get some sweet cougar out there. I know, that's what I'm thinking. There's cougars everywhere at the Van There's Halen, cougars dude. Everywhere. Yeah. And the thing about cougars is, you don't have to like. They don't try. expect you to call them later. No. no, they don't want you to do that at all. Schumann has scored himself some nice cougars in his day. Really? Yeah. They, yes, I have. I gotta let you in a little. Uh, that was one of my mo's back in college. Pulling cougars. Oh yeah, we would go at a certain bars that were just. <laughs> Cougar Central, Cougar Dance. Hey, I'm Tom Selleck. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Was, hey. I, did you ever see Magnum PI? That's hey, me. Well, I look it, like it the guy that's on the show. Magnum yeah. penis and Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you seen Magnum PI? I looked at that guy, huh? No, I. I it's not really. It's really a, much shorter. Uh, much. Uh, I kind of want to go to at, at PF Chang's on Walnut Creek Thursday night. It's supposed to be Cougar Night. Really? I really want to go that. Really want to go there. A little jump, and sometimes see, the kids are really nice too. <laughs> see, this is see, this is the good organ. So go get your pants off yeah. the floor afterward. When Eddie knows how to like use his fingers in one set. See it. I just want to see David Lee Roth still jumping around to this. Oh yeah. Crap. Oh God. He's gonna look like oh, yeah, yeah like, a, like, like a bad Mick like Jagger. Break yeah. Hip, yeah. Down, so. Yeah. Blood and cougars crying, and then you can control them. <laughs> cougars crying. That's a good song. Nothing worse than cougars crying. That's a good name for a song. Don't Coug- they have a song cougars like crying. that? I think they have one. Here, where is it? I got it here somewhere. Extremely low estrogen levels. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, because they're all they're all balanced estrogen now because they have. Yeah. There Jamie's crying. Cougars crying. <laughs> this is what they the all. Cougars cry. Oh yeah, for God. some reason that song was in my head last week, and I just could but not get it. When doves cry, <laughs> tell me when cougars doves cry crying, baby. Uh, to dance the night away. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they'll be doing songs like "Don't worry, kid, I'm not hurting your mom." <laughs> uh, well, this one reminds me of my wife in the earlier days. Really? Yeah, why don't you bring us in pictures of your wife in the earlier days? I can. As a cougar? No, As a cougar. Now she's no, yeah, a cougar. it's now. I, if Doc died tomorrow, she'd totally be a cougar. I know she'd oh, be out man. on the town. Oh, yeah. You know? She'd tear it up. Well, yeah, she'd, she'd be have, loaded. Yeah, yeah, she'd have like two mil, man. Easy. Oh, she'd have more than that. Oh. Yeah, but oh, she'd tear it up. I'm so moving <laughs> in when you die. <laughs> <laughs> I better watch my back then, huh? Make yeah. sure I don't wreck the Hummer. Do yeah. not wreck the Hummer. Hey, Doc, uh, I got a loose shingle on the roof. <laughs> Could you get up yeah. there and take yeah. a look at that for me? Yeah, bad. I only have a step ladder for you to come down on, though, so watch out. Uh, Man, why is it all oily up here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know it's raining, but get up there anyway. Yeah. All right, we got to get out of here. Do we? Okay. Hey, Boob, thanks, man. Cougar love, baby. Balls. Cougar bag. That's our new That's our new sign-off. Cougar right. love. Cougar love. I think the pizza's here. Pizza's here. All right, later, Boob. show. Cheers. Bye. Um, okay, what do we got going on here? Anything? 
Uh, next week. Um, I like more Van Halen, please. Mm. Yes. I, I don't know what's happening yet next week. Chat's working on it right now. I think we're going to have a guest, possibly uh, Flying Dog. We're looking at one of these uh, Colorado breweries because we're going to be out there to see him. So just kind of leading people up to that. As I said earlier, you can um, keep paying attention to thebrewingnetwork.com because there's going to be a brand new GABF webpage up this week. I'm hoping in the next couple of days i got to talk to the web dude. See if you can get it up there. Uh, two podcasts that are GABF-centric coming uh, very soon, uh, hopefully by next Monday. I'm going to try to finish them up by Friday. And you can download those, get yourself a GABF preview, and then also a walking tour of the GABF right there on the floor. Uh, in two weeks from now, we're going. It's the NCHF again. Now, time. this if this week at NCHF for us is notoriously our most hungover yeah. Sunday show. We have we have compound hangover. We do two days of just yeah, two nights of just. I, I it's probably seventy two hours of just drinking. Yeah, if you go back to the archives, you'll know what I'm talking about. They're awful. They're terrible, terrible we shows. Hurt. Awful shows. You're going to feel for us. So we're not doing a live show that Sunday this year. I am going to break the cycle once and for all. Got to do it. I think what we're going to do is record. I can't do it live from the event because there's no internet out there. It's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. We don't have a cell phone. But there's a lot of pro brewers and great uh, home brewers out there. So I think what we're going to do is try to record a show. That'd and be then fun. we'll come home Sunday and play that for you because I'd rather you get a good, you know, a quality show with some good interviews than us coming in here all hungover again. I, I feel bad. I got to break the cycle. Yeah. So that's coming up in a couple weeks. We'll let you know what's happening uh, this coming Sunday. Just pay attention to the web page, and we'll let you know. Uh, JP, why is it some dude? Why is there not a because name? Because I here? didn't get the guy's name. Some I couldn't dude. understand him. One he's thing hammered, you okay? got to do. That's all. I, I I couldn't do it. Some dude on the phone. What's happening, brother? Well, Who, why do you chastise me? But Chad hey. gets away with doing nothing because it's Dressel Brew. It's one Dressel Brew. One thing you See? have to. I, I have I have a question. Okay. All right, go ahead. And you, I had to put up with this. <laughs> okay, and you're yeah, you're on, yelling at on. me. It's, it's all good. Okay. All right. Hey, today <laughs> I uh, I made uh, a coal spirit. First Kolsch I've ever made. And right. I, you know, I got it from uh, Jamil's recipe. All right. Okay. And it's actually the first time I've actually tried to make a starter. So what I did was last night I actually smacked the pack and got it going. And, well, yeah, I didn't realize it was, you know, the wrong time for that. But what I did was dumped it into and made a 800 was it 800 milliliter okay. flask and got it going there and I'm not really sure if I did the right thing tonight I mean can you help me out on that well what aren't you sure about well what I did was I, I, I you know I have a 2000 milliliter flask Lask. Lask. <laughs> I'm with Justin, you. Uh, what are you, Doc? Can I do Drunk the Week also? Yes, go uh, ahead, he's, he's, That's his okay, Doc impression. Anyway, yeah, I had the uh, the 2,000 milliliter flask, <laughs> and uh-huh. what I did is 800 milliliters of liquid, and I put some uh, uh, DME in there, got it going, and I, I, I did it over my stove. I had a, uh, I've got the uh, flat stove, the uh, electric, uh, non non burner. Uh huh. Oh, okay. So yeah, and I took it and put it inside of a pot, got it going. Anyway, <laughs> I just uh, 
and you were yelling at me because yeah. I couldn't understand. Okay, him. Uh, I want an apology. First off, from what it sounds like, you did yeah. no, you did nothing wrong. Sounds uh, like you did nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, go from the smack pack into something something bigger is a good yeah. idea. So uh, you're thinking you did nothing. Or you did something. You did nothing bad. So. Uh, myself on. No, don't kick yourself over this. And you, you were okay. Uh, Kolsch is kind of tough. You got to uh, ferment it really pretty cold. Just on, and really on on that uh, edge of too cold where the yeast goes to sleep and maybe not not uh, not too warm. So you got to find that that level right there, and it's a really delicate beer. Uh, and the more yeast you can put in, the more active yeast, the better you are. So you, you did something good. So uh, don't fret. Uh, and talk to us in about a week and a half, two weeks, and, and let me know how it went. Okay. Right. So uh, are you, are you still awake? Yeah. Well, when, when I took the yeah, when I took it, and I was I was shaking all day long to try and get the yeast to wake up, and it would like kind of shake yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And then after a while, when I would shake it, right before I pitched it, it would like shake like it was uh, had carbonation. Yeah. Oh, 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 that's, I'm that means that it was going then. That means it's fermenting. Yeah. Every, that, I guess that's my big question. That was good. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm shaking it, and it's. I oh, don't shake it like a monkey. Okay, <laughs> just keep you shaking it. That? You know, you don't need to shake it that much just to keep it going. But Doc, you need sensitivity training. Yes. But uh, just keep going. Uh, you probably well, did everything yeah, right. Yeah, don't yeah. don't worry about it. Sleep well tonight. I didn't have a stir plate. So uh, don't worry about it. it. No. Uh, when you saw the, the uh, we saw the bubbles coming up. That means it was active. Right before I got the pitch, when I would shake it, it wasn't just like shaking and yeah. know, normally you notice like some suds coming up. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of it is like uh, you took a beer and shook uh-huh. it. Yeah, it's fermenting, so, so you, you, beer, you like know you woke everything so up. I'm so that it was going at that point. So, you're doing fine. You woke it all up. It's fermenting great. I'll bet you're going to have, when you wake up in the morning. I might get me, uh, and I got a Davida. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But when you wake up in the morning, I'll bet you're going to have a, a, a bubbling airlock and you're going to be a happy man. You're going to have a headache too. Yeah, that too. But, uh, don't worry about it. You did everything great. Thank you. I would just, I would just watch, uh, the fermentation temperature is all you got to worry about. I think it'll be great. Oh, I do too. Hey, I'll, I'll call back in. Let you know how this went. This is a new recipe. Okay. Yeah. I will call in. All right. Okay. Do it. Later, brother. Hey, wait. Are you still there? Yeah. <laughs> Barely hear you. Turn your radio there you up. Go. Oh, wait. There you go. Turn your radio up. Are you, are you there, as dude? As loud as it'll go. Oh, great. No, no, no. Turn it up. We can hear you just fine, but for you to hear us, you need to turn your radio up as loud as it can go. And stand as close to the speaker as you can. And that should counterbalance everything. All right. Thanks, brother. That's good. All right. Hey. We love you. We love you, dude. I love y'all. Later, I love man. the Brune Network. Thanks, brother. We'll Woo, see you. Be an army. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, there you go, everybody. Um, what else I got going on here? Let's just let's just go. Can we go in. 
yeah, go to uh, com slash store. Like I said at the beginning, you got to buy those uh, Jamil books. you got to buy them now. And uh, shirts are on order. I just ordered them. Uh, they're supposed to be in in two weeks. Uh, I got to bring a bunch to GABF. I don't know if we're going to sell out or not. Um, but if we do, I'll, I should be able to afford to order more and stuff. So uh, keep an eye out for shirts. There's still some sizes available you can get there. Uh, buy yourselves, brew your own magazine through... Our homepage. Just click the rotating banner, and uh, it helps us out, and you get a great magazine. You can read John Palmer's brand-new article in there, which is kind of cool. Uh, um, what else? Oh, click on those ads. Click. Um, that click. Are, it doesn't cost anything. And click like it's a monkey. Easy, and they're, they're from that major uh, Internet search engine. They're right there on our page, and that helps us a lot. And visit our sponsors. Support our sponsors. Let them know where you found them. <laughs> Give them a reach-around. Who's on here? Yabush. I got this one. Sounds like a character in Star Wars. Yabush. What's up, dude? Yabush. Yeah, this is Yabush. How are you? Yeah, I just got a question. Uh, can you just uh, go ahead and take me through the entire all-grain brewing process? <laughs> <laughs> Which part didn't you understand after dough in? Uh, just, just right from the beginning. What, right. are, what are grains? <laughs> oh, no, no. I, th- I think we can skip right up to dough in. How you grow hops. <laughs> how you culture yeast. Okay. How you drink go ahead beer. And take me through the mash. All right. All right. I'll tell you what, hang in there, and that's how we're going to close the show. Doc, why don't you go ahead and start? <laughs> well, first, first there was the, this grass, and they called it barley. And then we turned the barley into malt. And then the malt, the malt, ooh, the rain came down, and it got the, the barley all wet. And we, uh, ooh, hey, the malt is starting to sprout. And we thought, ooh, let's dry that out. So, ooh, we dried that out. What are we going to do with this? Let's make something out of it. Hmm. I don't know. What's this liquid next to it? We can we can drink that. Ooh, that tastes good. And there's where we went. We made beer. Love it.